I'm Gary, but the ladies call me 30G. Snoop Dogg. Bye to the motherfucking business. Yeah. You put the pedal to the metal when you get what you want. Bow, wow, wow. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. Hey. For Shizzle. Howard 100. You you don't you weren't looking at me and I uh, was dancing back and forth with my coffee cup to this and you just were not paying attention. You would have had a good time watching my little ass move. Uh, you just you didn't look in the right direction. Very angry. I'm with you. sorry. It was this rendition of American Nightmare that I was listening this, to. Robin, that's a good point. Why am I playing? The live version of Great American Nightmare this morning. Why am I playing, yes. not the studio version, but why am I playing the live version from uh, my birthday show uh, 10 years ago? Why am I doing that? Why, why, why? Yeah. Why? Oh, you're not answering? I, you're just you, no. you're answering with a why? <laughs> the answer is, I'll tell you why. It is a, uh, if you can believe it or not, it is the 10-year anniversary of this live show that we did, this legendary live show that has received gazillions of views on YouTube and on the app. It was, what a, what a show it was. Uh, Rob Zombie opened up with a live version right here of uh, Great American Nightmare, which was so fun to watch. Uh, Rob with his band, including John Five. I love that guitar player. I watch him on YouTube all the time. And and it was a, a great show, aside from the fact that it was my birthday, which I do not like celebrating, believe me, at this point. But anytime you can get a bunch of musicians together and, and great guests, and uh, um, the whole thing was great. Uh, I, I remember the show started out... Well, and I, you know, George Takei was our live announcer that day, and yeah. George opened the show up by calling Rob Zombie Rob Zodiac by mistake. <laughs> uh, then I remember Rob told me he had never performed this song live because he recorded it for the movie Private Parts, and uh, his band had to learn the song just just for the birthday bash because uh, they'd never done it, and this is a this is the first time they ever did it. And Rob's a lot of fun to watch live. You got to, you know, he just, he dances, but he doesn't dance. It's interesting. 
I performed with Rob at the MTV um, premiere of Private Parts live on stage, and he just blew me off the stage. Like, he was hopping around, dancing, and I'm standing there like a douche. Right. You want to uh, be a stable entity, and he's just all over the place. Uh, he was Mick Jagger, and I was like the guy in Oasis who doesn't move. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> <laughs> standing there like a statue. <laughs> There it is, the crowd going nuts. Ten years ago, and uh, wow, what a! I remember so many of the uh, musical performances too. One that blew me away, and I never talk about it enough, was having the legendary John Fogerty from Creedence Clearwater Revival at that show. I was thrilled because that guy. I mean, I remember I bought a Creedence that Creedence album with that song uh, "Fortunate Son" on it. I remember buying that, and I was just like, you know, I was a kid. There he was. I went to, I remember listening to that song and I was already nervous about the Vietnam War because I was a couple of years away from being draft age and man, that song meant the world to me. And then right there at the birthday bash 10 years ago is the man himself, John Fogarty, the guy who wrote that song. I ain't a fortunate son. And what son, an energetic performance. I mean, again, he was amazing. He lit the place up. I love that uh, line. I ain't no senator's son. And, uh, God, it was great. And you know who introduced him? It was such a great day. John Stamos introduced. Really? I yeah. don't remember that. Yeah, there's a lot you don't remember. That's why, actually, in honor of the, uh, of the 10 year anniversary, uh, this Sunday at noon, I want to say, noon Eastern on Howard 101, we're playing the director's cut version. <laughs> With audio commentary from the people who were there. You can also watch Ooh. video highlights on the SiriusXM app, of course. But yeah, and then, um, and then John Fogarty did, uh, Bad Moon Rising, another great song. The sound was great. It was a great day. And boy, you know, he ain't no spring chicken and he sounded good. Well, that's what I'm talking about. He was oh. lit up like a Christmas tree. He was so energetic. And I know I, you know, that was the same show where I know I talk about this performance way too much. But when Adam Levine did Purple Rain with a train backing him up and uh, then Adam uh, was playing his guitar and shredded. I had no idea Adam could play guitar. And uh, first, Heidi Klum, who looked great, and J.D., J.D. and Heidi. He didn't look great? What do you say? J.D. looked great. <laughs> Heidi Klum and, J you know, Heidi Klum and J.D. came out and introduced <laughs> Adam Levine. And I didn't know what Adam was going to do. And um, 
Adam knew he wanted to do a Prince song, and the way it goes, the he originally picked Nikki, you know, uh, Darling Nikki. You know that song? Yeah. Darling yeah, Nikki's a great song. And, um, but then I think, you know, at some point, like last minute kind of thing, he said, I'm going to do Purple Rain, which really pleased me because I think, you know, Purple Rain's the quintessential Prince song. And, uh, he comes out and, oh, here's another bit of trivia. Adam was still practicing the solo to Purple Rain 10 minutes before he had to go on because he really, you know, he doesn't do Purple Rain all the time and he wanted it to come out good. And uh Train was backing him and then he came out and did that thing and he started shredding and that thing now has 76 million views on YouTube. And I think I'm responsible for 75 million of them. there the whole morning i remember he was enjoying all the performances and he was morning. having a blast we did that at night <laughs> oh was it at night i don't even know <laughs> but whatever it was he was there for the whole broadcast which was unusual you know he was having fun just hanging out and then all of a sudden uh, steven goes all right i'm gonna get up there and do a little something and then he started doing that. What a what a show! And uh, Slash was playing guitar. Dave Grohl was on drums. It was fucking insane. 
beautiful Steven Tyler. Still sings great. And Robin started dancing with Steven Tyler. And I was dancing behind them with Tom Arnold, Rob Zombie, and Zach Braff. Now there's a gang. Dave Grohl drew penises all over trains, drum heads with a sharpie. Speaking of Dave Grohl, he got up. Crowd went nuts. I mean, wow. That boy can entertain, man, and write great songs. We're lucky to have uh, these people as uh, friends of the show. We really are. You say you can't do it with an acoustic. Well, sure you can. Yeah, I might have to play an acoustic. I've waited here for you. Yeah, and then he then he did a little uh There goes my hero, which I love. What a show. It's worth watching again or listening to again. Getting chills again. It was 10 years ago, believe it or not. I, you know, it's funny with time with me. I don't even... Uh, if someone had said to me, you know, how long ago was it? I'd be like, well... who knows? It's, it could either seem like yesterday or 100 years ago. But I remember a lot of it. I remember uh, John Mayer was there, and he was doing like a Rolling Stone. And, you know, that, that dude can play guitar. I mean, honestly, not since Jesus has anyone had such a memorable birthday. I, I don't think his birthday was this much fun. <laughs> and then uh remember my, my good friend John Bon Jovi was there and he got up and fucking blew the crowd away. You know what he did. Uh. And he was playing guitar, too. He honored us. <laughs> yeah, honored you. Sounds good, too. <laughs> he can play. Everybody was so fucking talented. Ridiculous. And Jimmy Kimmel was the host. He had a million funny lines. He just oh, handled he it beautifully. Great. It was awesome. just had a recent birthday i said oh yeah it would have been 10 years ago time is flying uh <laughs> the black keys were there the black keys Woo! i mean listen to that guitar work 
It was pretty mind-blowing. And then uh, Train did one of their hits. And they played back up to everybody. The street I knew. Jewel was there honoring me, uh, recording one of my hits, uh, Silver Nickels and Golden Dimes. <laughs> come play with me. And I'll give you a silver, silver nickel. Unbelievable. I wrote this. I know. I know what you're thinking. What am I, why am I wasting my time on the radio when I can write these kinds of songs? As long as Jewel sings them. <laughs> well, hey, Burt Bacharach had Dionne Warwick. Downey Jr. took the stage. I was just, a, I was going to say, do you remember Whoopi Goldberg, Robert Downey Jr., Lena Dunham, Jimmy Fallon, Brian Cranston? Yeah, but during the Letterman interview, Robert Downey Jr. was so upset that everybody wasn't paying attention to you <laughs> and Letterman. <laughs> he he took to the them. stage and gave a lecture to everyone. <laughs> it was like school. It was great. And, uh, <laughs> and shirtless Ryan Philippe, who could remind, you know, oh you're still thinking about that as he <laughs> I lap danced you. Over it. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, you can hear all the songs, listen to the entire birthday bash this Sunday at noon Eastern on Howard 101. And, uh, it's the director's big dick cut. energy. A lot of big dick. That's right, Robin. It was big dick energy <laughs> big with dick Ryan Philippe. I heard you, Robin. Ryan Philippe, big dick energy. We get it. We <laughs> understand. Love okay. I know you I do, and it. that's uh, that's fine, but not here. This is not the appropriate time to <laughs> be talking me, about. Fuck me, fuck me, fuck uh, me. Uh, Robin, 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 oh, you're all fired up from sex. Okay, Have the down. finger put up your bum. Yeah, well, uh, that's AI Robin, by the way, uh, everybody. Hey, what you got in your pants? <laughs> She's a lot of fun. <laughs> She's I a, need dirty, a cock. dirty old woman. <laughs> She's a dirty old woman. Uh, hey, you want me to lick your ass? We're playing the director's cut version with audio commentary from the people who were there. You can uh, watch the video highlights on the Sirius XM app. Tracy Morgan was there, and uh, I remember his Joe classic Rivers. line. Did you mention remember, her? I did. You remember Tracy Morgan? And um, uh, who appeared with Joan Rivers? It was another comic. I oh, Joe. Jeffrey uh, Ross. Jeffrey Ross. Jeff Ross. Yes, Jeffrey yeah. Ross was great. And remember, Tracy Morgan was in the audience. Said, "Tracy, how's it going?" He says that he 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 gets up. Barbara Walters was right next to him. He says, "I just got Barbara Walters pregnant and uh, brought the house down." <laughs> the great Tracy Morgan. So there you go. I mean, a lot to celebrate there, and uh, it's really a fun yay broadcast. Great fun broadcast. Night. Yeah. Oh God. Let's go to Harry in Delaware. I've got a lot to get to. Go ahead, Harry. Hey now, Howard. Hey, I'm, hey I'm interested in your guitar. I'm, your guitar collection. So you talk yeah. about a lot. How, how many? How many guitars do you have? And what would be your? What would you say is probably the most famous? Has to be worth some money too. I don't know what the, you know. I watch a lot of videos. I don't know why I watch so many of these videos of uh, like at Norm's Guitar in California, where they sit there and they show you different rare guitars and what they're worth and everything. I'm just fascinated by guitar. I wish. I wish I had picked it up early in my life. 
But it's weird because I guess I interview so many musicians and they want to show their gratitude. They um, they give me guitars. And, uh, you know, I didn't really, when I was younger, I didn't realize the value of that. I don't mean the financial value. I'm talking about when a, when a guitar player what, gives you a guitar. Yeah, yeah what was being let, offered to you? And, you know, I was really good friends with one of the greatest guitar players that ever lived, which was uh, Leslie West. And Leslie had a bunch of signature guitars. And Leslie was always trying to get me to play guitar. So he would send me these guitars. And I have a couple of them uh, all signed by him. And uh, that is particularly meaningful. But I've got um, Sting gave me a bass. Paul McCartney gave me a bass that he signed. Um. You know, it's a replica of the bass he played, you know, all those years with the Beatles. And, uh, geez, I'm, this is just off the top of my head. What, what, Slash, when he was he on had, the show. He had to count. How many would uh, you say? Um, I would guess about 20. But, but the, the, wow. the, you know, Slash, some of them I gave away because I didn't really at the time know what to do with them. I wasn't a guitar player and I didn't understand what they were handing me. But um Slash gave me a guitar that he signed. A beautiful guitar like the one he, I think it was the one he played at the birthday bash. And he said, I want you to have this. And I'm always like, I don't even know what to say. I wish I could pick it up and play it. Um I told you Adam Levine just gave me the the guitar, the, the uh, Strat that he played. His entire life, the, the the strat that he learned how to play guitar on, that you could see on the birthday bash video, he gave me that one. Um, uh, the, the 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 guitar player from uh, the cult just gave me a Gretsch, and uh, oh my god, who else did? Oh, maybe the most outrageous, Eddie Van Halen, handed me a guitar wow. that he wrote a bunch of stuff on. Metallica gave me a guitar that they wrote a bunch of stuff on. Um, you know, again, I don't know the the that what these guitars even sound like. I've never plugged them in and played them, but uh, I do. I do uh, have them in my house, and I display them because there's, I'm so taken with them. I'm tickled by them, but I'm really. Well, Howard, been thinking, I can't wait for you. I can't wait. Howard, I can't wait till your museum opens up. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> I know I should start a guitar. Like a uh, Gavin Rosdale from Bush gave me a guitar, beautiful guitar. Yeah. Um, and and again, I, it's it's crazy that I have the. Hey, Steve, what do you want to say, Steve Nowicki, who is just at? Where were you at with Gary? You guys went to? Was it another Eddie Van Halen con? Eddie Van Halen con in Connecticut. It was in, insane. It was a whole Eddie Van Halen weekend, and Gary was there. But uh, what I wanted to say was from Norm's Rare Guitars, if you know uh, Michael Lemo, who's in a lot of the videos demoing, he demoed like Eddie Van Halen's Wolfgang. He actually said he wants to teach you how to play guitar. And I think if you're looking for a teacher, he is like a world-class player. And I think that would be the way to go. He could teach me over the uh, over the Zoom? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he would. Uh, Norm was saying, I was talking to Norm, he was on Lieberman's show and he was saying he would fly out you know, to come and teach you, but I'm sure he could do it over Zoom, too. Well, you know, I might take him up on that, but I, the, my wife got me a birthday gift, which is a, a, a lesson with a guy uh, here right near my house, and he's going to come over, and he's, he's I, I wish I knew his name. I, I, I wouldn't even give his name because uh, I don't want him to get bothered, but 
He's evidently Hugh Bi- Billy Joel. Billy Joel recommended this guy, or Billy Joel's band recommended this guy to my wife. And I'm thinking of sitting down with him. But I don't know when I'll do it. I'm working on a big painting. I need to quit this job and become a guitar player. I need to I need to go back His in a time machine. His hobbies are now. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. I need to go back in a time machine and be 13 years old again and put my brain that I have now into my 13-year-old head so I didn't waste so much time jerking off and taking drugs. How much do you know on guitar? Like, I know you know chords, but can you, like... Bend a string? Do you know how to do that? Uh, yeah, I could do that. I can, uh, I know a couple of scales. I know how to bar. And right. I know how to, uh, play a couple of chords. I can't play a B chord. Never could play an F chord. Um, but I can do it on a bar chord. You could do like, that's the, really it. like the punk kind of chords like that. I don't know. I look. He doesn't know what a punk chord is. <laughs> a punk chord? I, I don't know. Let me see. Well, do I have a guitar here? Um, I got I, I got those electric guitars up there, and I got an amp, but they never gave me a chord to plug in with. Yeah, I think I know some stuff. Here, I could show you what I know. Hold on. Let me go I get have an guitar. idea. Do yeah. your lessons on the show. Oh, fuck that. No one wants to hear that. <laughs> I still think you know, the show I, is I, in the I, way. I'm afraid to have a lesson. I'll tell you why. The last uh, guy who taught me killed himself. You know, he really hated me. Wasn't guitar though. Uh, you know what? I don't think I can go over and get. You know, I'm 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 connected with a wire here. I'm trying to get wireless headphones so I could go over and grab the guitar. Give me a minute. I'll go get it. Hold on. Yeah. Cool. Hold on. It doesn't take that long, does it? Oh yes, it does. Because now I'm all fucked up. <laughs> I'm convinced we could do this Eddie Van Halen tapping technique. In under two minutes, Howard's going to sound like this. It's the easiest okay, thing. Okay, if you can do that, I will be very impressed. <laughs> I think. Listen, Steve. First of all, I, I don't have a pick here. I don't know who took my pick. I think Jimmy Fallon took it. Oh. Where's my pick? Everybody comes in here. I had... The two Jimmys here, and now, now I, I don't have a pick. But Eddie Van Halen, prepared. you could do, you could do finger prepared. tapping like Eddie Van Halen. I'm not all you need for this. All you need is your finger to do uh, to do this. Yeah, I, I can do that. I, oh, my headphones. headphones. I wish I had a. Uh, I wish I had a pick. I would show you what I know, but. You got to go Paul Simon style. Get some finger picking going. Yeah, well, I don't have nails. Grow your nails really quick. <laughs> no, I have a... Uh, this is out of tune, too. Yeah, I I, uh, I got to get a pick. It's... See how out of tune that is? Are you going into... Yeah. And I know some basic, uh, you know, you know, I, 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 but I'd have to, I'd have to practice, but I know, I know. And I can bar too. I mean, I can do all this shit. You know, I, I can do some stuff. I can do some, uh, some of this shit. You know, I, I could do a, I could do a lot of stuff. I can't I can't uh, do it without a pick though. 
You so said I got some basics. I got some basics I can do. Then why would you be but, afraid to take a lesson? Well, because I'm a perfectionist. If I'm going to pick up the guitar, I don't want to play it half-assed. And I'm running out of time in life. Let's be honest. What's the but point? But that's why you take the lesson, Howard. Yeah, well, we'll see. I want to jam. I do. I want to go out on tour. Uh, I don't want to just play as a hobbyist. I want to be on tour. I want to perform with, let's say, Metallica. I would like to also uh, perform with Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters. Are you offering uh, your services now? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of doing a few tunes on the Green Day tour. Possibly opening up for those guys. Either as a solo artist or with my band, Tuchus. Uh <laughs> You've got the chance you know. to do it. I mean, even at this point, I I would say just plug into a distorted amp and just start messing around with the pentatonic. Pentatonic, isn't that that? Isn't pentatonic? Isn't pentatonic that band that doesn't work with any musical instruments? Yeah, but the pentatonic scale is just. And if you just go around that, all right, I can do that. Your fingers as fast as he can? No, I can't do anything. That's why I need lessons. <laughs> <laughs> no, you need practice. Let me see. Where the hell are those picks? Uh, this is what I mean. We're not prepared down here. We're not prepared. We're not prepared for my guitar work. All right. Thanks, Steve. Oh, hey, let me play. Hey, you got to hear this. So, Steve and, and Gary, you should, um, Gary, you should chime in on this. Um, here we go. I like, it. I, like, I like when Steve teaches guitar. He goes, you could just do this, and then you can do this, and then do some pentatonics, and, right. and you'll be it's fine. Just like I'm like the person who taught me to ski, and I almost died. Just do this. <laughs> <laughs> just do that, right? <laughs> Gary, tell, t set up the scene with uh, you. I don't even know what the hell you were doing with Steve Nowicki, but tell me what went down. So it's EVH Con, which stands for Eddie Van Halen Con, which on the surface... Sounds like this should be at the Jacob Javits Center, but it's in fact at a small guitar store in Connecticut. So it wasn't that far from my house. So I wanted to go down and see what was going on. I walk in. It's probably like 70 people and they are all like insane off the charts, like Van Halen fans, the t-shirts and everybody's walking around with their homemade guitars like Nowicki has. But the funniest part is Nowicki is the youngest person there by like 40 years on average. And also the only guy who still fits in his pants from high school. And so <laughs> Nowicki walks in and he is like the young blood. Like they, he's like, they are so, um, just like when he walks in, it's like Nowicki's here, Nowicki's here. It's like a buzz in the room because is he's Steve, the only um, young person there. Is Steve, uh, the only one who can play guitar or can all these guys play like some Eddie Van Halen licks? No, a few of them can play, but Steve's clearly the one who can play. The other thing right. is, if there were 70 people there, there were, I believe, two females there, and both looked like they were, they were there against their will. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. so, so then they got this little stage, and a guy plays drums, and another guy sings on the side, and people get up. First of all, the whole first hour is just everybody walking around with their guitars, like Steve has a guitar, but then he's got another guitar like that Eddie Van Halen striped one. I go, what's the difference? He's like, oh, this is the one that was played on this tour. This is a different one. You can see here he turns it over on the back. I simulated this is where uh, Eddie burned the guitar with a cigarette and where um, the cat threw up on it. Like this, And all these guys, that's all they do. It's all they talk about. You know, they show their guitars. So Nwick gets up and he plays uh, um, Hot for Teacher. And it's mm. really good. I mean, he's amazing. 
Steve, you performed in front of all the Eddie Van Halen Con members? All the Ed heads were there, and it was just incredible. And this, by the way, I played Hot for Teacher on a replica of the Hot for Teacher music video guitar. <laughs> I spent hundreds of hours on this guitar, chipping away at the paint, adding the dowel hole. Nobody knows that there used to be a tone knob when this body was originally built before it was painted that was doweled in. There's a little piece of tape here that says six on it. No one had caught that detail. No one had caught the well, detail. Well, I'll tell you another detail that you should lose. I was watching some video of you doing this, and you were wearing the Eddie Van Halen. You were trying to go for the Eddie Van Halen cargo pants, but, dude, you got the wrong cargo pants. Eddie had some cool cargo pants. I don't know what what you were wearing. Well, I was kind of... You got to lose that. Well, I was... weird. In, in 04, Eddie wore those big cargo pants like that, so it was sort of a tribute to 04 and also a tribute to the 86 of being on stage with loose pants and shredding that was really the feel of it i was at a concert when sammy first joined uh you know van halen and sammy and uh eddie were wearing those bad i know what you're going for baggy, they're not quite pants yeah they almost look like pajama pants and like on anybody yeah. else they look like shit but sammy and eddie look so fucking cool charging around in those things they had they had big dick energy, Robin. You would have loved it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, here's No Wiki at Eddie Van Halen Con. I gotta admit, you you you're you're a ballsy dude. I mean, these guys are critical, and you, you were willing to go up and play for them. I was going to go and watch the, but I was at Michael Anthony Con, and uh, we were busy over there. We all had replica bases, you know what I mean? Howard, there, there was one other part that was really funny. So, Nuwiki sends me a note. He says, hey, I'm running a little late. So, I figure, you know, he lives in Brooklyn. I figure he's driving up from Brooklyn. So, I get there, and he tells me he had a sleepover. That before. That's what he called it, too, which is super creepy. Then he introduces <laughs> me to the guy he had the sleepover with, who's like my age. So, now it looks like priest and boy. And he talks about how he got there the day before. Tell him what you did all day, Steve. So, I got there at 10 a.m. with another buddy of mine. This guy, Rob, is in the Edhead community. I mean, he is a god. His basement... It's called the 5150 Dojo. He has over 50 replicas of almost any every Eddie Van Halen guitar that Eddie has ever owned or played. So it was just a day of Eddie Van Halen. Me, Rob, and Matt, we were in the basement. Can Rob play, or is he just a guy who collects guitars? Yeah, Rob can shred, and he he builds those guitars. And, you know, like, my, my, hear, my ears are still ringing because we spent the whole day just blasting these guitars and playing the Steinberg. Remind me, Steve, are you married? You got married, right? Yes. And where's your wife fit into all this? She uh she's happy for me, but she does not go to EVH con. She's <laughs> doesn't get the shit. Oh, if she walked yeah. in, I think everybody would just be, like freak out because she's wait, you know, she's not a chick. Howard, this place, this sleepover he went to, it was in Massachusetts. So he drives oh. like four hours to go to the sleepover and then like another two hours back to the the at EVH the, um, con. At the uh, Eddie Van Halen con, are you the only guy who actually has a woman in his life? Are you or the some of the other guys have women? No, a lot of the other guys. I mean, some of the guys are like grandfathers. You know, they have older oh, kids, okay. and and uh, most yeah. of the most of the other guys are grandfathers. <laughs> some of the guys. Right. The the other thing that was really funny was as soon as I walked in, I noticed Nowicki had like a fresh haircut. Um, the sneakers looked like they were right out of the box. He looked like a kid on his first day of school. You know, he d clearly put everything together just for this day. 
Oh, 100%. You got to be prepared. And another thing about Rob's guitars, I was so psyched to play. He has the Rasta guitar, or it's a replica of the Rasta guitar, which he has a theory that we all, all the Edheads believe that one of Valerie Bertinelli's cats actually threw up on the back of the guitar in the late 80s. So he actually put cat puke on the back of the guitar, and I got to play it with nice. the stain. I saw the stain in person. I mean, wow, deep level of wow. dedication. Uh, just a whole weekend of Eddie Van Halen. It was perfect. I notice uh, a lot of the guys who work for me have a lot of dumb hobbies. Does anyone around here do any work, or are they all busy with uh, nonsense? <laughs> tired of Howard. It. Howard. Yeah. The other thing debating is debating like... with myself: Am I jealous of Nawicki for these interests, or am I just? disturbed by them <laughs> colossal waste of time no he's but he's talented at least at least he can play the damn yes. thing at one point like he that. takes me to he he goes hey i want to introduce you to somebody it's a guy hanging out more in the back of the store he's like very cool yeah. he's like not and this is a guy that's actually met eddie so oh. he's like you know so they all go back and they all listen to his stories about how he went to eddie's house one time it's all nice people like these people are super passionate but it's like there's diff definitely levels of people who are at this thing and steve's a big star and it's even hard to get to those those people are in such high demand that i only got to speak to him for a few minutes <laughs> and uh chris gill was there who wrote the uh eruption book that you read over the summer yeah i like that book yeah so he was there and you know everybody's just like what was it like to talk to eddie and to meet him and like it was, you know, it was a full celebration. It was, I'm, I'm still, still on cloud. What about you said there was a guy there that named his two kids Van and Halen? Is that true? <laughs> oh, that's a guy I know. He wasn't there, but that, that's one of the fellow Eddie Van Halen super fans. There's a lot of, wow. how did he miss this weekend? You know, yeah, like why would he dedication. miss it? If you name your kids Van Halen, I mean, <laughs> yeah, uh, he should have been missing Eddie Van Halen Khan. He should be uh, the honored guest crazy well listen if you're gonna worship a guitar player there's no better than eddie van halen Number you know one. in my book i mean like like we've said on the show a million times and many musicians have backed it up jimmy hendrix changed everything and then when you thought nothing could be changed eddie van halen came along and changed everything guitars um, amps the way amps are built the way guitars are built and like tell Every tell the story uh, at Eddie Van Halen Con. The the big guest was Eddie's uh, former plumber, and and Steve no <laughs> Steve Nowicki blew the guy right. You blew him actually. He was so excited to uh, meet him. Absolutely, we had to yeah. find out all about it. Oh, and the amp they had they had a wet dry wet rig, which we actually had one of Eddie's original uh, harmonizer units. So yeah. it's a three, you know, like a uh, Marshall stack is like two speaker cabinets on top of each other. Steve, we don't know anything. We're idiots. <laughs> we don't know yeah. anything about guitar. Yeah. But Based, yes, it was three speaker cabinets next to each other turned up so loud that like my right ear was blown out by the end of the day. It was louder than the Dinosaur Junior concert where I played. Where Yeah, but we should mention uh, the keynote speaker was um, Michael Anthony's dentist who showed up at Eddie Van Halen Con, and he gave a 20-minute lecture on Michael Anthony's teeth, and the crowd went nuts. We would freak uh, out if that was true. Yeah, you would. Right, right. Do people respect Michael Anthony, Sammy, uh, Dave, do they, or is it just all about Eddie Van it's Halen? It's just Eddie, yeah. It's all about Eddie, but people really respect... There's a lot of people that are old school that are like, oh, I like Dave better than Sammy, and it's like... You know, it doesn't really, now the EVH community is really fully embracing the full catalog, as they should. And I've been well, they should. Yeah. You, you know, here's the miracle of, uh, first of all, Eddie Van Halen was the glue of Van Halen. Without Eddie Van Halen, there's there's no band. I mean, he's the guy. 
But the miracle is, it's not that Dave or Sammy, who was better. The miracle of that band is, is that, that they had two lead singers, which is almost unheard of. Each one adding something unbelievable to the work of Eddie Van Halen. And each guy worked to the point that they had these hit records and they were great tunes. The collaboration with Eddie Van Halen between David Lee Roth was phenomenal. I mean, one of the greatest front men ever. And then Sammy comes along and, 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 and pulls off the same miracle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, mentioned too, uh, at Eddie Van Halen con, Gary Sharon's landscaper hosted a luncheon next door <laughs> and got quite a good crowd. So there you go. Um, you know, it's funny too. I, in that book you were just mentioning, Gary Sharon, you know, who was the third singer to try to pull off the miracle. He didn't have success with it, but he was talking about his time working with Eddie and how happy Eddie was working with Gary Sharon and how they really vibed. The only problem was nobody bought the record, you know, so it fucked everything up. But if they could have pulled off the trifecta with Gary Sharon, it would have been unbelievable. There's some really good guitar work on that record. I, there's a lot of criticisms of like the way it was produced and some of the songs people feel are too long, but there's Fire in the Hole is a really good song. And there, there's a few on there. It was almost like Eddie's solo record in a sense. He had so much control in a way that he didn't with David Lee Roth and Sammy. All right. Look, we're getting into the weeds. The, the, the point is I might be taking a guitar lesson. Then we'll, then we'll hit the road and we'll jam. As soon as I get to, all, uh, you I'm know. thinking, Howard, is if he played a guitar that didn't look like Eddie Van Halen's, he might have a career in the music industry. <laughs> <laughs> but what's the fun yeah. of that? But t- I'm very <laughs> excited for Tukas. I'm excited for you to take guitar lessons, and I think there's yeah. there's a lot we could do in terms of you know uh, harmonizing solos and writing yeah. new Tukas songs. Yeah, yeah, I would like to do some of that uh, Allman Brothers kind of like with Dickie Betts and Greg uh, and uh, and. Uh, Dwayne Allman had where they would uh, duet together on their electric guitars. Uh, Steve and I, by the way, are collaborating on a new song for Tuchus, uh, which might be out very soon for those of you who are a big fan of our band. And as soon as I get my guitar lesson, I'll be out on the road opening for uh, Green Day. <laughs> <laughs> All it's going to take is one lesson. <laughs> yeah. I hope it. Listen, Billy Joel's band recommended this teacher. And uh, if if this guy's that good. It's on him. I should be good enough in one lesson <laughs> to be hitting uh, and touring, hitting the road. Can I mention the name yeah. of our new Tukas song that's in the works? Well, uh, yeah, okay, you mention it. Go ahead. Just the title, Hot Water. Yeah, and I think you know why it's hot water. Everyone knows. Hot water is my jam. It's what you like to uh, drink. It's a follow-up to uh, the Metamucil uh, song. So there you go. Uh, Richard already tracked that he uh, he already put the drum track down. When you hear it, it'll blow your mind. It's going to be All one right. of the biggest hits. I, it's true. I've never had a hit song, but this one feels like finally. This is the one. I think this is the one that's really going to break through. I can't I wait the, to hear the lyrics to Hot Water. I'm very angry with my fans who they did not go out and support Metamucil Man. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I really am pissed off at the fans. Now that I'm listening, I understand why you didn't uh, support this song. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds very antiquated. 
yeah. Well, anyway, uh, more Tuchus music coming out. Lots of excitement. Uh, uh, Steve Nowicki was over at Eddie Van Halen Con. Everyone was uh, all hopped up on meeting him. And uh, there you go. What can I tell Howard's you? Howard's going to take exciting. a music lesson now that he has a band. <laughs> Very soon we'll be coming to a town near you as soon as I have my lesson, my guitar lesson. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> you know, I don't, yeah, I'll just, uh, all I need is one lesson. <laughs> Speaking of Billy Joel, the fabulous Billy Joel. Well, Billy's going to um, be a guest here. Uh, I think next month, February. Not, I think I, I know. I was hoping we would see him because I've heard some Billy Joel news. Yeah, yeah, but uh, Billy will be in our uh, our studio, and I'm going to uh, maybe by, by then I'll take a guitar lesson so I could jam with him. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> also coming up. Finally, we put it together. Paul Giamatti, who, uh, of course, played the legendary pig virus in private parts. He's going to stop by. He's on the Oscar trail. You two finally got it together. Uh, Did you talk to each other? No, I haven't talked to him. (laughs) Paul Giamatti. But uh, he just put down a performance on The Holdovers. I think that's the name of the movie. The Holdovers. A a brilliant performance that uh, is second to none. Somebody was asking me this morning, what do, who would you back for the Oscar, Bradley Cooper or Paul Giamatti? You know, they had the Oscar nominations. Yes, yesterday. And I said, well, they were two great performers. That's the farce of the, of the Academy Awards. You know, all these guys are super talented. Boy, boy, and you how know, do uh, you compare what they're doing? They're not doing the same thing even. It's completely different and requires different things. I thought uh, playing Leonard Bernstein, I mean, I forgot it was Bradley Cooper up there. So what can I tell you? If, if that ain't Oscar worthy, I don't know what. But Paul Giamatti, again, he um, the criticism of Paul Giamatti is he makes it look too easy. He's that natural on, on film. And I yeah. tell this all the time. That I've seems said it to before. be a bad thing, huh? To be natural. Well, Paul Giamatti, and I've said this before. Again, when I worked with him, and I, you know, I, I had never acted in a film or really in anything. I never was a, I never participated in acting even like in high school. Now, wait a minute. You didn't have a class in that either? <laughs> I took a drama in high school, and the, the teacher said that I should get up and sing a song. And I said, uh, Robin, I don't want to get into it, but I was so damaged in high school after my experience in Roosevelt or and, and the shit that was going on in my home, I, when this guy, Mr. Waxman said, uh, good looking guy too. Uh, all right, everyone's going to get up and do a song. I had never been in a white school really in a, in a bunch of years. And you know, I, I couldn't, I, I never spoke in any class my entire, uh, high school. Never opened my mouth. Teacher, uh, one of my teachers said that she would flunk me if I didn't talk. And I said, I can't. And I didn't, I refused to talk. And I didn't flunk because I put together a great project at the end of the year. And she gave me an A because the project was good. But I could not talk. I was so fucking traumatized. So intimidated. 
so dis- I despised myself and everyone else. And I didn't know what to fucking do with myself. I really didn't know what I was doing. And so in this acting, you were required for some reason to take this class. Or my father had said to me, you're going to be on the radio. You don't talk. You don't even talk in the class. You should take acting. I go, well, I'm fucked up, dude. That never occurred to anybody. All these people asking you to do things you can't do. (laughs) No. My psychiatrist said, how did your parents not get you a shrink in fourth grade? (laughs) Based on everything I've told them. I go, my parents didn't believe in that. That that, that was nothing we subscribed to, the Stearns. (laughs) But uh, I don't know. Strange Strange religion. So I had never, so, you know, in this class, I, I had to get up and I chose row, row, row your boat and I couldn't do it. I couldn't, wow. I, I was going to piss my pants. I could not do it. I, I, I couldn't do it. I sat down. I go, not doing it. I'm in an acting class and I'm not going to say row, row, row your boat. There's some acting. <laughs> I'm telling you, I you was a disaster. You were a silent actor. You, you missed your time. <laughs> this is why when I tell you, it was nothing short of a miracle when I went down to the college radio station for the first time. The fact that I could even talk on a microphone was a miracle. I don't know what possessed me to do it, and I don't even know how I found the courage or strength to do it. Well, now I I understand when Lou said you were so nervous. I didn't, you know, I thought, you know, usual nerves. No, it was. No, I could barely get the words out. It was traumatic. It took me so many years to overcome. It wasn't like like I did a show and then I was okay. It took me. Well, I was already working professionally at W, if you want to call it professionally. I mean, I was getting $4 an hour, but I was working at WRNW and I was a disaster. I, I thank God that the program director didn't fire me, Donald J. Barnett. I was horrible. I, I, I didn't speak in a normal speaking voice. I was like, Hey, everyone. Hey, it's Howard Stern. I was like a fucking moron. But uh, there was no hope for me. It took me a long time to get comfortable on the microphone. So, when I worked with uh, Paul Giamatti, you know, he was an unknown guy. <clears throat> uh, I told you, they auditioned him three times before they hired him to be pig virus. And, um, gee, thank God they, they figured out to hire him. Yeah. Because I would go on the set with this guy. And I didn't know anything. I didn't know any better. I didn't even realize the miracle of this guy's acting technique because I never acted before and I never acted with anyone. So I would sit down with this guy. We do a scene. We never rehearsed. I don't think I ever rehearsed with Paul. Maybe, maybe we do a take, uh, so they could track the cameras and things, but. I don't even know that. I, I remember at the most, maybe we would take something three times because they had to get a close-up on me, a close-up on him. You know, it's a one-camera shoot. It was a real movie. Not like that bullshit they make today. So, I I didn't realize. It, it's. I thought this is what acting is. It was so simple. that The director, uh, Betty Thomas, would go, act, you know, go ahead, start, whatever the fuck she yelled. Action. I do this scene. I didn't even know I was acting. And I never occurred to me. I go, how the fuck is this guy doing? I didn't even know what he was doing. But then when I saw the film back, I went, holy shit, is this guy good? He's doing eye movements, subtle this, subtle that. 
had no Even idea voice, how good the things he was. He, you know, his voice would yeah. get thinner and thinner and higher and higher. Yeah. I didn't know what the fuck he was doing. <laughs> and uh, boy, was he good. So you're talking about, you know, Paul Giamatti, um, you know, Bradley Cooper. These guys are, you know, Robert Downey Jr. just got Best Supporting Actor. By the way, we know a lot. Of, we, this, we're finally in the know because Jimmy Kimmel's going to host the Oscars. Paul Giamatti's up for Best Actor. Bradley's up Jimmy for uh, Best Actor um, and Best Original Screenplay. Robert Downey Jr., Best Supporting Actor. Um, Emily Blunt's up for Best Supporting Actress for Oppenheimer. We've had her on the show. Billie Eilish we've had on the show twice. She's up for uh, her second Oscar for Best Song, What Was I Made yeah. For, from Barbie. So I imagine the Oscars will just be filled with people thanking us, mentioning Howard <laughs> Stern's show. It's going to be very exciting. You know, they count the number of Oscars a, a yeah. particular thank you, thank movie you, thank you, thank you. How many mentions do you think there could be? There could possibly be one or two. Like I could see Jimmy Kimmel possibly mentioning me or doing a Baba Booey reference. Jimbo Kimball. Uh I could see, you know, I mean, Paul Giamatti should just be thanking me the entire time. I mean, for his whole career. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. certainly should thank me. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I think if we're looking at maybe three or four, maybe possibly five mentions of uh, the Howard Stern show or some variation on it. That would be it? amazing. Yeah. That would get you up there in that uh, stratosphere. Remember, every <laughs> few years there's some agent or something that <laughs> yeah, they gets used to all think, uh, the mentions. Yeah, Dustin Hoffman used to go, thank you, Barry. <laughs> Imagine like, like uh, Bradley Cooper gets some. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Howard. <laughs> Who's going to get more mentions, me or God? A lot of people thank God, but I think this this might be my year. You might beat God this year. Yeah. Uh, Paul Giamatti mentioned me after winning a Golden Globe. Oh, he did. Yeah, he said he owed everything to me. Uh, this is what I'm talking about. I heard about. that it, it, that was an interview. Yep, and he said he'd work with me again in a heartbeat. That was right after the Golden Globes. I'm yeah. telling you, this is my year. I'm talking about mentions from the stage and the thank yous. Yeah. Yeah. I know, you're talking about the actual Oscars. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I, I, this is going to be a big year for me, Robin. Just hold on okay. to your hat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be big. Can't wait. I'm not going to. I'm not going to have one mention. <laughs> Stop it. We've got so to great. have what? But working with Paul Giamatti, and I say work. I didn't even know I was working. I was like, oh wow, this is cool. I'm in a movie. But uh, I tell you, I don't think we ever, and I don't even think Paul and I actually spent any time talking off camera like very Never. little like you know, you know just like niceties like you know hey how you doing man hey yeah hey how are you but i was wrapped up in my own thing you know doing the movie and and being the lead in the movie but he'd walk on nail it and leave it, 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 i didn't even get to spend a lot of time with him you would it wasn't it wasn't exhausting it was exhilarating it wasn't even 
and I never, I always felt like I was in my real life. I didn't even feel like there was acting going on. Yeah, he was so good. I, I imagine that it would take you back right to that moment when those things were happening. I've heard Paul talk about the movie and he said, um, you know, it was the most fun. I mean, it really was the most fun because like, I remember Paul got a kick out of Bob. Jenna Jameson was working the same day he was working and a fully new Jenna Jameson was just online for the craft services table like she didn't even put, bother putting on a robe that's how comfortable right. she no, was naked she was complete yeah. except for the heels yeah, oh <laughs> yeah well she's hot <laughs> that girl was insanely hot she was the greatest and yeah and then like and some i think betty the director went over and said jenna maybe you want to put on a robe for for the eating and she was yeah. like oh okay sorry I know. I was it like, was oh, like great. Completely nude, not even a merkin. And, uh, yep. that, that's the only, at the food table. That's the only problem with having a female director. They tell the naked <laughs> women to put their clothes on. <laughs> every guy's like, couldn't you have hired a man to direct this thing? <laughs> <laughs> on that day, every other day, Betty. Was. Uh, Betty was the best. Couldn't have asked for a better director, but, uh, <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, Paul Giamatti. Oh, and I'm real excited about this booking. Uh, John Cena, too, coming up in February. You're and, excited uh, about John Cena? I'm excited about John Cena very much, yeah. What does like John, John Cena, Cena mean to you? I I am going to talk about it when he's on. Okay. I'm just giving a little plug. If I'm you just know the whole. I didn't know you knew anything about the world of wrestling. I mean, he does do acting. Yeah, he does too. acting. I just, I yeah. don't know uh, that you knew him, that he had made it on your radar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. John Cena. Well, he was in that, uh, what do you call it? It's the thing he was in that I really liked. Okay. Well, well I'll tell you this. I, um. He's going to throw me through a table, and I'm excited about it. <laughs> and your neck will never be the same. <laughs> never the same. <laughs> anyway, so we got, uh, yeah, I'm just saying, Paul Giamatti, Billy Joel, John Cena. So there you go. All right. Yep. And Billy will have the, the piano. The Netflix uh, just made a huge announcement that uh, they're hooking up with WWE, the wrestling oh, really? uh, company, Raw, to... To host live events. It's a big deal. A lot of people love wrestling. Did you see that movie with the wrestling with the brothers? Um, what's that guy's name? He Zach Efron. Talking Efron's about the one it. where they were. Zach, Zach Efron. Efron. Yeah, it's a good movie. You should see it. I wish Give me I could the name. Think of the name. Uh, it's called uh, Iron Claw. Iron Claw. Zach Efron plays a wrestler. Uh huh. The dude doesn't even look like Zac Efron anymore. Really? Yeah, he, I don't know, he bulked up to the point where it's just fucking out of control. He's huge. <laughs> I mean, I would he love looks to like ask the him. Rock? How, oh my God. Oh, beyond the rock. I mean, he's huge. Really? Yeah. Zac Efron doesn't even look like Zac Efron. Looks like, like somebody pretending to kind of be like Zac Efron. <laughs> but the dude is masterful. He did a great job in the Iron Claw. Um, and remarkable acting. Yeah. You know, that's like what Paulie Shore wants to do with the Richard Simmons uh, role. He wants to, uh, <laughs> he wants it. Uh, I, I it's can't about stop reading about the Paulie Shore stuff. You know, he says he wants to do a dramatic Richard, Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons, yeah. 
And, yeah, I'll talk. I'm, and he just doesn't want, he doesn't want to bother Richard, you know, because Richard has now said he has nothing to do with this and he doesn't want anything to do with this. He says he doesn't want to bother Richard. He just wants to immerse himself in the role. Yeah, well, Paulie got word that I commented on him playing Richard Simmons and that Richard wasn't happy about it and that I said that Richard should play Paulie Shore in a movie, uh, <laughs> come out of hiding. Anyway, so Paulie sent me a message. I do have it. Paulie is responding to everyone who talks about this. <laughs> yeah, well, Paulie's excited, you know. And uh, quite frankly, he does look like Richard Simmons. I got to say. Does. I, when I saw yeah. the photo, I was like, wow, he could play Richard. He sure could. Here, a lot of fans wrote me about this. People weighing in about it. I got to get to the fan mail today, too. I'm, I'm, I'm dicking around here, but I'm behind. Uh, Howard, um, I'm down for seeing Paulie Shore in the Richard Simmons movie. The short film was actually pretty good, and I'd definitely watch a bio if Paulie did it. I think Richard Simmons actually changed his mind and gave his blessing after the short film. That's not true. <clears throat> In all seriousness, Howard, uh, you described uh, Richard perfectly. Paulie needs to harness the wild and crazy Richard that we all know from the Stern Show. Um, Paulie as Richard is what the public wants. Uh, people very much in favor oh. of this. Uh, I would probably go to a theater for the first time in a decade just to watch this movie. So Paulie getting a lot of love. Oh, my goodness. Uh, my comments that Richard Simmons should come out of hiding to play Paulie Shore in a biopic got picked up by the press. <laughs> Paulie heard my thoughts on the trailer and sent me this message about playing Richard Simmons. Here it is exclusive. Polly Shore. Yo, Stern, what's up? It's your old friend Polly Shore. What's up? What's up? So I heard the uh, response, I guess, to all the stuff that's going on regarding myself and Richard. And I do think, uh, now that I slept on it, I do think it's more of a comedic twist as opposed to dramatic twist. Because like you said, I've never seen fucking Richard be serious either. So what I'm thinking is that, you know, Richard should play me and in, in my biopic. I'm going to play him in his biopic. But the only catch is you have to play you in both biopics. Biopics. Crazy Richard's <laughs> going to come over to your house. We're going to touch your housekeeper. And then we're going to throw everybody in the pool in the Hamptons. And we're going to have one big party. And then Gary's going to come out and be, Gary! Gary, where are you? So talk to your agents, your management, your publicists. You have to play you in both biopics. And then I think we're good to go. What do you think, dude? <laughs> Paulie, all charged up with this Richard Simmons role. And yeah. why not? Listen, almost the entire cast of Encino Man, except for Paulie, have gotten Academy Awards. And it's time for Paul. <laughs> this is Paulie's year. Richard Simmons, uh, by the way, has been posting on Facebook. He's all charged up about this whole thing, too. You He's know, been it's gotten posting him... on Facebook? Yeah. Evidently, wow. according to Mike Trainer, Yeah, he's been following this. So there you go. This got him activated because he's been quiet. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Chris, you're on in Pennsylvania. I should take a break, but I forgot to take one. Okay. Hey, I got a 
who would you rather interview game for you? I'd like to hear your thoughts and also Robin. So three scenarios. First one, Oprah or OJ? Who would you rather interview? Well, Oprah. I mean, uh, OJ disgusts me. I mean, I, all jokes aside, I, I was going to talk about OJ actually today. I mean, we, we, we know the story on OJ, unless you, you know. What do you want to hear from OJ? Is, is he going to talk about how he did it? Yeah, if he's going to talk about that, I want to interview OJ, but he's not going to talk about it. Um, here, I had some stuff on OJ. See if I can find it. <laughs> you know. I got some tape of him. He's, you know, he's busy on that uh, podcast he goes on and gives his uh, uh, feedback on uh, the game. Hey, Twitter world. Yeah, let me see if I can find it. He does look noticeably thinner, OJ. Uh, which means truly he doesn't look well mm, i've seen some pictures where i thought is something wrong with oj yeah well listen he's an old man at this point but the yucking it up and the uh the great lifestyle and the golfing and the the great meals he eats and all his buddies that golf with him i mean it's hard to take for me i don't know and well, uh, even whenever these, he uh, describes his week it really <clears throat> just Drives me crazy. Yeah, and, and basically, and he, it's sitting on the couch unless he gets up to go play golf. <laughs> and the podcasters are really, you know, been. the podcasters are being really nice to him. Uh, quite frankly, uh, it's shocking to me. Um, well, this must be their only guest or something, and they got to be nice to OJ to keep him coming back podcast is a sports podcast it's called it is what it is and they have uh, oj on there prognosticating and giving his thoughts and it's an embracing of oj and you know here, here he is he's uh, wearing black because he's so sad over the buffalo bills losing to the uh, kansas city <laughs> chiefs uh here's a little oj but again it's it's hard for me to take and today we are joined with our analyst oj juice juice <laughs> Jones! What's it's good? A sad, it's a sad moment. I'm wearing black because. <laughs> oh, for your ex wife? <laughs> it's a sad moment. You know, I don't know if you saw the guy crying on TV in the yeah, stands. Well, yeah, yeah. Was that's that all Buffalo Bill was, fans. Was, that was me too. Yeah, yeah. I know, listen. Wide right. Now we got a new wide, wide right. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's just sad, man. It's just sad. No, I'm glad. If, if, if OJ said, then I guess I'm happy the Bills lost. <clears throat> I mean, uh, it's hard to take. Juice! Yes, uh, the kicker shanked it, and I know about shanking. <laughs> I tell you, seeing the Buffalo Bills lose, it's the worst thing to happen in my life. I can't think of anything worse than that. Yeah, Juice, we can't either. I don't think I... Hmm. No. Nothing else occurs to me. Only time I cried. <laughs> yeah, I never cried before. You know, I even lost my wife. And uh, I didn't cry then. I tell you... Uh, it's a hard loss, this Buffalo Bill loss. I, I'm so angry I could stab someone, not myself, 
But someone, I, um, hmm. <laughs> you know, gee, Juice, you can't think of a sadder time than uh, than the Buffalo Bills losing? No. Mm, let me think. Let me take a stab at it. Oh, 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 Juice. Yeah, I tell you, I'm happy my ex-wife, Nicole, wasn't around to see the Buffalo Bills lose. Fortunately for her, she never got the news. Right, OJ. Yeah. That, that loss was like a knife in the wife. I mean, the heart. Excuse me. <laughs> what did you say, OJ? A knife in the heart, I meant. Oh, I thought you said the knife in the wife. No, 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 no. Why would I say that? <laughs> I have nothing to do with it. I didn't do anything. OJ. Having the best life watching the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. It was a hard loss. What's the guy's name on the podcast? I don't know. It was a hard loss, Jim. But I mean, I'm not going to lose my head over it. <laughs> you know, I, my bills. They got sliced up like an innocent waiter returning glasses to Nicole's house, if you know that old phrase. That's actually not a phrase, OJ. Mm. How about this? No use crying over spilled waiter blood. Yeah, that is an actual... Uh, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, right, OJ. My wife, Nicole, ain't got no head. Somebody went and stabbed her dead. I don't worry. Right. No, because I'm OJ. <laughs> I owe millions to the Goldman family, but they won't see a cent from me. I don't worry. <laughs> I'm OJ. I don't worry because I'm OJ. <laughs> Uh, oh. I don't worry Cause I'm OJ uh, I don't worry cause I'm OJ uh, oh. yeah, We gotta get We gotta get OJ on our uh, show Cause I'm OJ This is a sports uh, podcast <laughs> Yeah I'll just ignore the whole Nicole and Ron thing And I'll just be like uh, Hey, OJ, uh, uh, how you feeling about the Bills? Oh, well, I got a message to all my Bills fans. Uh, cheer up, Bills. It could be worse. You could have been <laughs> Nicole and Ron. <laughs> <laughs> right, OJ. Thank you for that. I'm yeah. just saying. Look, nobody lost their head. Yeah, a lot of Bills fans feel like they've been stabbed in the neck. And the chest, and then the neck again. A lot of Bills fans feel that way. And, but, uh, yeah, I feel sad. Hey, OJ, never mind that. How's your golf game going? Oh, great, great. Everything great. We just had a nice time over there. We, we met with all my friends. You know my schedule. I play Monday. I take Tuesday off. Then I play Wednesday, Thursday. Take Friday off. And Saturday, Sunday, I play a double round of golf. And, and then Friday night, we go to the club. and You know, it's nice. We meet a lot of pretty girls. And, you know. I'm just saying. On Tuesday, I, play my, I pay my bills. 
Tuesday, and yeah, then, that's right. Thank yeah. you, Brahmin. And then it's yeah. just a, a layoff day. <laughs> layoff day makes me feel good. But the Bills losing makes me feel like a, a kid whose father killed their mother. You know, sad. <laughs> <laughs> it just made me feel sad. But, uh, look, you know, the Bills lost the game, but, but at least they didn't lose their lives. That's how I look at it. I mean, I guess, you know, you could say Mahomes, he, he really sliced up the Bills defense. You know, sliced them up good. Quite impressive. You would think, uh, Mahomes was so angry at the Bills that the Bills were dating his ex-wife. <laughs> you know. You know. <laughs> few years ago i no, uh, chris i couldn't interview oj because a few years ago oj was in an interview and they asked him uh, do you ever go to la and he he said you know i have trouble with la people might think this is self-serving but i might be sitting next to whoever did it to my wife i i really uh, don't know who did this i, I don't want to sit in some restaurant next to the man who killed uh, ron and nicole how I do you know. i mean yeah, how do you answer that? I mean, how do you interview a guy who says that? Do you see the end of the game, Mahomes? He he after after he beat he after he beat the Bills, he he sped away in a white Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you didn't you see that, Robin? He he threw away his gloves. <laughs> yeah. Well, if they missed the kick, you must have quit. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. No, but I won't go to LA. Like what if I what if I saw the real killer in a restaurant or a bar or a mirror? What if I look in a mirror and I see the real the real killer? It sounds like the person who killed Nicole is living his life. Is that restaurants all the time? Golfing. <laughs> Golfing. What if I'm on the links and I see the real killer? <laughs> hey, listen. He was found innocent, so okay. There you go. The cues, not, not charged. He was accused, not charged. Thank you, OJ. Real OJ. Accused, not charged. Yes, accused, not charged. Right. OJ is practically a lawyer. He's had a lot of cases. <laughs> you know. Hey, they. World's so fucked up, man. You know, eh, I ain't even going to get into New Hampshire. What's going on over there? I know you, it, it must be mind blowing in you. Yes. Well, how do you vote for someone who? He, he, I get. I guess he's been found guilty in New York of fraud, and and the uh, and then the E. Jean Carroll case, he was found guilty of something. He's paying her money, and then they're saying in the January sixth thing where, <laughs> I mean, you could potentially have somebody. Who's convicted and imprisoned running the country? I mean, that's mind blowing. Or overturning or trying to overturn the the election. Actually, yeah, and you're like, okay, country, yes, I'm okay from with jail. that. <laughs> and from jail, <laughs> <laughs> okay. But uh, and you know what? I swear to you, I'm not upset with Donald. I'm upset with the fucking morons in this country. Well, you know, it's funny to me, Nikki Haley. You know, she's trying to. 
to run against Donald. And of course, you know, she now says we don't want uh, a dictator. We want an election. And yeah. that's what this country is all about. But you can't sleep with the devil at night and then get yeah. up in the morning and say how bad it was. Yeah. You're right, Robin. <laughs> Maybe you could help me find the killer. I'm just saying. Sorry, I can't keep a straight face when I say it. It's so funny. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I have a phony phone call. A good one. We called up that religious show again. And uh, speaking of Donald Trump, the, the the dude on the phone is possessed by the spirit of Donald Trump. And they pray for oh. him. It's fucking insane. It's a good okay. one. And uh, oh, here, before I go to the break, uh, I'll play another OJ song. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why does it OJ sing out OJ? President? Why? Do, I bet you OJ people would vote for him. He could beat Trump. I bet. <laughs> yeah, OJ should run for president. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> the people are nuts. I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on. I, I listen. I ain't in control. I should be, but I'm not. All right, I'll play another OJ. Hey, Twitter world, it's me, OJ Simpson. Look out! I'm the girl stabber. I'm the girl stabber. But I also stab guys. Do they die, die, die? I'm the girl stabber. I'm the girl stabber. No, that's enough. Disgusted. Oh, I must have hung up on the, the caller because... Oh, uh, really? Oh. I didn't realize. Yeah, well, no, I'm choosing to interview Oprah over OJ. I was given a choice and uh, Oprah anytime. Oprah's uplifting. Oprah's a positive person. And Oprah hasn't been accused of killing anyone. She's many, many things in her life. She's come from adversity. To and she also triumph. hasn't. Yeah. And she hasn't stabbed or been accused of murdering two people. And, uh. Never I'll go been with accused. her. Accused, not Never. charged. <laughs> she was accused, but she wasn't charged. Accused, not charged. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you call back later, I'll I'll finish answering your brackets. Uh, but that was a pretty easy one for me. We do have a bit here that's very questionable that I might even do later in the show, where uh, I interview dead Stephen Hawking's about being on the Epstein list. I only say it's questionable in that the premise is completely absurd that I'm interviewing a dead Stephen Hawking <laughs> and Stephen Hawking is still on a respirator, even though he's dead. He's still talking yeah, through that he computer. He still can't breathe. <laughs> it's the most ridiculous fucking bit we've ever attempted. And yet I'm thinking of going ahead with it because I'm a brave broadcaster. Think about it. I'm going to contact. No, there's going to be a knock on the door. Stephen Hawking is going to wheel in, but he's dead. Right, and I'm and I'm going to confront him and about being on move, the. And he can't move, but and he can't move. Knock on the door. He's going right? to knock on the door, and then he's going to talk, <laughs> even though he's dead through a respirator. <laughs> so we uh, we're we're very innovative here, but this is a very you got to make a lot of leaps to buy into that. So it could really tank. I hope you're good at suspending disbelief. Yeah, you better be good. It's on you. <laughs> <laughs> dead. Stephen Hawking's. Um, I'll give you a little preview. This is just one line. Stephen, I understand they were saying you were on the Epstein Island. 
Watch this. Hello. Hello. I wish to clear up some rumors regarding the recently released Epstein documents and Epstein Island. LOL. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> um, I'm having a yes, little yes. trouble with this premise. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, did you did it's you true. go to did you go to Epstein Island? It's true. I did go to Jeffrey Epstein's private fuck island, but only because I discovered a lot of black holes there. If you know what I mean, ha 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 ha. LOL. LOL. Right. What do you think? I mean. uh should we attempt this uh, this conversation? Are you enjoying it, Robin? I mean, where, where are you I, at? I would it? love yes. to know where he goes with this explanation. Yes. Well, yes. All right. Uh, Thank you, um, Robin. Well, t well, okay. So then, t well, maybe I'll try it here. Tell tell me yes. uh, 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 of Stephen Hawking's, who is dead and still on a respirator, which is shocking. <laughs> I would yes. think by the time you go to you know when you go to the beyond that you would not be on a respirator in other words you'd be free of your physical body but well how would you know that no one on that island was fucked harder than me by god that is lol ha 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 all right talk to me <laughs> talk to me about uh <laughs> talk to me what happened on the island i mean robin you know, sit on my joystick <laughs> tell me what happened <laughs> tell me what happened uh you, you're saying women fucked you on epstein island how would who would believe anyone fucked me? That's like saying a young, beautiful girl fucked you. Ha, 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 exclamation point, exclamation point. Uh. <laughs> LOL. Right, you got a point there. Hashtag disabled yes. humor. Disabled humor. Question mark, backspace, dollar sign. Sorry, please disregard that message. I was wiping pussy juice off my computer panel. Oh. Why? Why am I? Uh, uh, well, listen. Uh, in other words, you're you're claiming innocence. You did not do anything. I'm innocent. I'm innocent. Right. I tell you, that's not pussy juice on my chin. That's just drool. Drool. Yes. Okay. Right. Lol. <laughs> Raffle mayo. See, it's a uh, dead Stephen Hawking's. Yeah. Uh, but yet, how word? Still, yeah. Yes. Still sounds like a computer. <laughs> right. Yes. How word? Yes. Did you know when the girls would massage me, they said it felt like they were needing pizza dough? LOL. LOL. Right. right. Hashtag allegedly. Right. Hashtag allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> yes. How word. All right. How yes. word. Did you know sometimes I would have to use WD-40 as lube because my wheelchair was rusty from all the pussy juice? Pussy juice, yeah. Pussy juice. If, if pussy if pussy juice gets on your wheelchair, in other words, uh, yes. if pussy juice. By the way, it's yes. pussy juice. Can you say pussy juice? Correction, correction. Pussy juice. Pussy juice. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna make a joke, I mean, if you say pussy juice, it's not gonna work. But no, uh, but seriously, I'm a brilliant man who's into space. The space between a girl's legs, LOL, hashtag allegedly, hashtag handicap humor, LOL, exclamation point. Well, it's an amazing miracle that we get to speak Howard. to you this month. Yes. Howard, Howard, <laughs> did you know sniffing young girls' panties fueled my research? I always kept a pair in my breathing tube. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, all right. Uh, uh. <laughs> anyway. Well, anyway. Robin, there anyway, it is. Ex yes, yes. I'm just fucking around. 
This was just a little disabled guy underage fuck island humor. Yeah, we've never had that on the show before. Disabled no, uh, fuck territory. island humor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, Robin. Robin. Yeah. Yeah. Want to fuck? LOL, LOL, LOL. I have some string theory in my pants. I'd love to spread it on your huge double. G G G G G G G G G G G G G G huge fucking titties. All right, thank you. Stuck sometimes. Yes, and he's dead. All right, that was that was whimsical. I want to make triple X X X X X X X X X X X X movies with your huge double G G G G G G G G G G air air G G air air G G huge titties. Well, I'll tell you what. If you fuck Robin, and she gets her pussy juice on your chair, she'll. She'll rust that thing right up. I'll tell you That's that. Right. You'll never have move you again. Ever, have you ever read my book, A Brief History of Twat? <laughs> oh, no. no, I missed that one. Um, some might call, uh, uh, Stephen Hawking, thank you. Some might call this performance Oscar worthy. I mean, really. It's, it's fucking <laughs> Robin, stunning. Robin, yeah. can I drool on your tits? <laughs> no, uh, okay, I thanks. don't think you can do much else. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Stephen A. Smith uh, spent an hour with us yesterday, and uh, the fans want to hear more from Stephen A. Smith. They love him. Uh, Howard, listening to Stephen mix it up with you has made me a fan of his. My only complaint is that the interview wasn't long enough. Have him on again soon. Dude is an open book. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed Stephen. I think he's one of the smartest guys that we've ever had on this show. I think he's well, a very bright guy. Has, Howard is common sense. Which yeah. is very rare these days. I like Stephen. If anything, I really wanted to get... I, I actually should have done another hour with him. He had to leave, but uh, I would have liked to have gotten into some sports talk. While I don't know what I'm talking about, he does. I yeah, still we got forget. to very little of that. Still don't know what to do about the Super Bowl. What did he say? Did he, did he yeah. get us a winner? <laughs> he did, but like I didn't even follow it. Um, <laughs> well, said, see, um, well, can, well, first of all, Kansas City... Uh, beat Buffalo. Richard, I, I assume, must have been out of his mind. Did you watch the game? Where is Richard? I haven't even heard you uh, carry on at all. Yeah. That's his guy, Mahomes and uh, Travis Kelsey, and he cries. With the, I mean, we missed all of those histrionics of him going wild. Nobody taped him listening or watching this game? Hey, hey Richard. Hey. What's going on with you? Uh, did you... Uh, well, first off, how about them Chiefs? <laughs> Were you so happy? Did you watch it at home? Yeah, my voice is still fucked up because I, when <laughs> when the Buffalo kicker missed that kick, I just started screaming and going insane. And uh, I was alone in the basement watching, and uh, yeah, I went nuts. It was it was awesome. I'm still. Why like, are you alone? Out. Your 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 wife doesn't want to watch with you because she's an Eagles fan. Exactly. She does. Wow. She's not happy that the Chiefs are still in and her Eagles are out. So. But isn't she happy for you that your team is in? No. Not at uh, all. Did she leave with the kids? Is she coming back? <laughs> <laughs> they were all asleep by the time the uh, game was close to the end. I do have a. Uh, Let's see. I do have a phone call between you and your dad. You know, I love that. I love Richard's dad. It's, it's so thank you. It's so it's so charming. I mean, this is what I imagine it must be like when you have a healthy relationship with your dad, and mm -hmm. you guys actually talk on the phone. And 
Well, this, yeah, I mean, we, you should hear one of our full phone calls. It's like an hour of, we talked yeah. about all the ice they got in Kansas and <laughs> we just talk about every little thing. I might actually uh, want to hear that, make it an hour special on uh, Howard 101. Richard's but anyway, uh, Richard's dad reacts to the Chiefs winning by. Hey. How about them Chiefs? How about them Chiefs? I bet that Buffalo kicker did not show his face, had he? Yeah, he ain't real popular today, is he? Popular with us. <laughs> Maybe the Chiefs should hire him. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of that whole Taylor Swift thing? She makes Kelsey happy. Well, he was he was good last night, so she's doing something good to him. Yeah. Who you think's going to win between the Ravens and the Chiefs? Oh, shit. I'm scared of that one, too. They're going to have to shut down Lamar Jackson and not let him run. Big Dick Chris Jones hopefully will get to him. Yeah. All right, go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Okay, take care. Okay, your bub. Dad, your dad's so sweet. Like, even when you go, like, Big Dick this or, you know, he doesn't <laughs> he care. Doesn't He's, yeah. yeah. He just, he loves you, you know what I mean? It's really well, nice. Well, <laughs> yeah, I think most parents would have, they would have paused after somebody said that. But he just, yeah, he's used to it. When but, you talk to your dad and you're like, hi, dad. You know, like, your speech slows down. Is that because you think your dad can't follow what you're saying or something no i i kind of fall into this thing i do it when i talk to my friends in kansas too i i you know living i lived in new york for like 15 years and my speech actually got faster and i started talking fast why if you live in kansas are you like hey there buddy not I mean, a, like, what, what is that i don't know and not everybody's like that but i fall back into the i talk slower and i i say more i don't know i guess miss midwesterny things when i talk yeah, to my it doesn't, friends it doesn't my really uh, fare well for the people in kansas Hey there, Brody. <laughs> well, no, yeah, the, I, I, like I'm even rare in up. Kansas because they used to call me slow. That was my nickname in high school. <laughs> slow. So slow. I'm, yeah. I vague. <laughs> what do you mean? People in high school called you slow? Like yeah. as in like slow adult? They still do. That's my nickname in Kansas. They go, hey, slow. What are you been up to? Why slow? Because they feel you were like stupid? No, because I talked so slow. And I talk. Why do you talk slow, though? I mean, I know. You, I mean, why? I what is that? Yeah, I don't know. I always thought maybe it's because of my drumming. I get all my energy out drumming, and then you know, when I talk, I'm you don't want to be slow. I mean, what, 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 that's like calling you the town idiot. I mean, they're slow. <laughs> I didn't mind. Slow. I and never you liked it, it. I never took it as an insult. No. Well, you, you might when no girls want to date you because you're known as slow. <laughs> well, I never did date when I yeah, lived in Kansas. Yeah, who goes home? to their family says yeah i'm dating slow guess who's guess who's my new man slow you might want to get away from him Uh, his name is slow yeah he's slow i mean we thought we were slow uh, i've had a lot of nicknames over the years when i moved to missouri they started calling me creature so everybody in missouri knows me as creature because they said i played drums like some weird creature and then Uh, when i was an electrician in florida they called me flash because a junction box exploded in my face one time (laughs) and so i'm slow creature and flash Hey, guess who our daughter married? Slow. And they're going to have, sl- she going to have Slow's babies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you, 
Hey, I know that guy. That's Creature. <laughs> oh, yeah. Slow Creature. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> Slow Flesh Creature. <laughs> Jesus. I, you're the only guy I know who knows your nickname is Slow Creature and you're happy about it. Oh, I, mean, I don't mind. Yeah. All right. Listen, I just I love go with you. the flow. Love you too, Howard. And hey, Robin, Robin, we're rivals this weekend. What do you think I about know, the, your Ravens? I know, Baltimore and the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, have How you, about uh, this? How about Robin? Robin doesn't give a shit, I bet. I was going to say. <laughs> I said, well, maybe I'll watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been following your Ravens all season, Robin? Heck no. <laughs> They're good. You should be. Lamar Jackson she was real. I, amazing. I heard. I heard. She was real happy to get the fuck out of Baltimore. Trust me on that. I'll answer for her. <laughs> you know, looking to root for them. Oh, um, she'll be rooting on Sunday, I bet, won't you, Robin? I'll watch hey, the game. It's one of the last games of the year. Hey, wait a second. Is that slow over there? Talking to me, yeah. <laughs> huh. In New York, we call him smelly and gross. <laughs> well, my wife goes back with me to Kansas sometimes, and it kind of drives her crazy because we do these things with my family called visits where we'll literally sit around for like six hours with no TV, no radio, and just talk, like sit on wow. couches and chairs. And, and my wife is always like, oh, my God, I can't sit through it. Other visit. Do you talk the whole time, or is it sometimes you just sitting there staring at each other? Yes, sitting there quiet. Uh, There's pauses where you don't talk, (laughs) yeah, but (laughs) most of it's just talking about old times and catching up and talking about the weather. Hey, slow. Remember that time you ate the paint chips, the lead paint chips? It was funny. (laughs) Hey, I was even (laughs) surprised when I got a 117 IQ, so... Yeah, no, listen, you're a smart guy. I don't know Thank what the, I don't, I don't think you're slow. I think you smell, but I don't think you're slow. <laughs> I actually uh, showered I think, for you today. Did uh, you? Nice, nice. I did, nice. Yeah. yeah, you look good. <laughs> Looks shiny. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look over there. It's slow. He just used one of them showers. <laughs> he <laughs> yes. moved up from a garden hose. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You mean creature, don't you? No, no, no. We call him slow. We all, we call him creature. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, he did take a shower. Yeah, he sure did. Oh, when I moved to New York City and got an indoor shower, that was like, I was in the big time then. I heard creature went to one of them dentists. <laughs> yeah, they were trying to work on slow's teeth. Yeah, I kept you him busy. Be careful. Better be careful. I heard. I I know. Girl went to a dentist and it didn't work out so good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they saw me coming, and they saw they saw money because I had to go to the dentist a lot when we first hey, got uh, dental insurance. Hey, creature! When you took that shower, were you using it inside, like inside city water? <laughs> yeah. Real oh, fancy in, indoor. Yeah. When I lived in Florida, it was a garden hose outdoors. And yeah, January's got pretty cold. We'd say, look there, there's that creature hosing himself down. There's <laughs> slow yeah. taking oh. a shower in the yard. Oh, people. There's <laughs> slow. <You> know, <laughs> that's slow that. now. That's slow. 
He uh, now I hear a big fancy city feller. He uh, shits indoors like a, one of them uh, elites. <laughs> yeah, creature. Yeah, creature's oh. got one of them fancy toothbrushes. I yeah. used to in, in Florida when I shower with a garden hose out in the driveway. People would they'd pull up and I'd be in my white underwear, tidy whities, and they just start yeah. laughing their ass off. Yeah, look at that. They're slow teeth creature i mean uh, you really changed boy i hear i hear you shit in a toilet now i remember I you did. creature yeah i used to shit through a hole in my van i remember i yeah. said look at slow creature uh, shitting through that hole in his van and uh, he all fancy now wiping his ass uh, i remember you used to wipe your ass with a newspaper now you using toilet paper leaves we used to use leaves yeah when yeah, we were camping. i remember back in the you used to eat chipmunk uh just sloppy joe and now you're now eating no pizza raccoon <laughs> sloppy joes we literally used to eat yeah i know i know your whole story dude yeah my Can so, you imagine going over to some kid's house <laughs> Who creature? Eating a sloppy Joe. <laughs> oh, Robin, the funniest thing ever happened. My parents went to this like Christmas party and everybody's supposed to bring a dish. And my, uh -huh. my mom brought raccoon sloppy Joe's and some woman was eating one of them. She goes, wow, this is really good. Is this pork or beef? What is this? And my mom told her raccoon and the lady wanted to like fight my parents. She got well, let me so ask you mad. Something. I mean, raccoon is a, a controversial thing to be eating. Wouldn't you at least walk in and say, look, uh, I brought a dish, but it's raccoon. <laughs> they I mean, should have like, had a sign in front of it yeah, saying, I mean, warning my God. raccoon meat, but they, just, they didn't think of it. Eat at your own risk. You might, you might get rabies. <laughs> yeah, if you went over to Richard's house to eat, you didn't know what you were eating. Yeah, that could be start of a new zombie movie. They go to my friend's yeah. house and eat, and everybody turns to zombies. We're going over to Slow Creature's house, and his mom made a pigeon casserole, but... Uh, <laughs> Now, slow creatures eating all fancy sushi, Mr. Fancy Pants up there in New York City. Uh, you know, he, uh, he changed. Yeah, he <laughs> slow lives in New York City and he won't even eat pigeon or raccoon or possum casserole anymore. Won't even eat roadkill off the menu. Squirrel. Won't even eat deer penis and squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> my parents all did fancy. My parents did send me some uh some deer sticks, like these deer sausage mm. sticks, but they got terrible. <laughs> they were stuck in the mailbox for a couple of days because I forgot <laughs> to get it. And uh yeah. I got a little Slow bit of a creature. tummy ache when I ate them. He still will <laughs> eat it no matter how long it's been sitting out. Oh yeah. Oh, he's all fancy now, slow creature. He 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 picks the buckshot out of his steak now. He's all fancy up there, and oh, I and yeah, to, old, I old slow teeth. gets his old slow gets his meat from the store now. Not I eighty like the rest of us Kansans. <laughs> like he he goes to a store. Slow creature does. He's all fancy. He ain't one of us no more. Uh -uh. He, he hasn't still... delivered. He doesn't even go get it himself. <laughs> no, he. <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised he even roots for Mahomes. <laughs> I love creature. Mahomes. <laughs> oh, he's all better than us. I got all his rabies shots. <laughs> <laughs>
He's all big city slicker, uses a fork and knife, don't eat with his feet no more. Has all his teeth. What's going on? Oh, we're starting to, starting to talk real fast. We used to eat <laughs> quail, and I would I would chip yeah. my teeth on the, the bird shot eating quail. Yeah, I never liked it because I was scared of it. Yeah, now y'all fancy. I hear Slow got himself one of them fancy houses with electric lights and... Got himself a real girl, not like some dude bending over. Not like you know? a doll. <laughs> like a rubber doll. Got himself a real girl. <laughs> yeah, he shortchanged on us. I now. even got one of those fancy Amazon things that you can talk to. Yeah. yeah. I remember when you used to piss your pants. Not anymore. Oh, I still do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> some things Thank don't God change. for that. You're barely from Kansas anymore. You ain't <laughs> one of us, I'll tell you that. Got a real girl now having sex. <laughs> you, I remember Slow Creature used to make love to a scarecrow with a hole in it <laughs> back in the day. That would have been, been Slow an Creature. <laughs> Slow Creature working on a radio, using a cellular phone. No more <laughs> hollering across the field to get our attention. No, oh, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Slow Creature. Time. Slow Creature went all big time on us. Slow, yeah. Slow Creature. He's something else, though. He, uh, he won't even take a bath with the boys no more. He won't. Won't bite the fart bubbles anymore. No, slow creature now, fancy city slicker, and uh, yeah, he's a big, he's a big player now. Oh yeah, (laughs) oh yeah. He don't remember his roots. (laughs) Slow creature. I remember that boy. I never thought he'd make it. Used to fuck a roll of paper towels. Now he's all fancy with a real good-looking girl. That's true. You, yeah, you got a real vagina. <laughs> Everything he said is true. What are you talking yeah, exactly. about? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Robin. I, I don't want to interrupt. I didn't want to interrupt every time. I heard Slow Creature's got a washing machine up there. And a dryer. Actually too, uses it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think she's too good for beating his clothes clean on a rock in the river that we all shit in. Oh, yeah. He all fancy now. We... He only shits his pants once a week now. He used to do it every day. <laughs> but uh, that slow Still creature. Still wearing a diaper to concerts, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slow creature was no better than the family dog burying his turds in the backyard. <laughs> I did do that when I was a little. My parents said when I was a little boy, I used to go shit in the yard all the time. Uh, yeah. The neighbor yeah, lady would fancy. call him. I remember Slow Creature used to jack off to fuck books. Now he got that fancy World Wide Web www dot whatever. He's got it there. Yeah, yeah. Good old now, fuck books. Is Slow Creature's got a house and squirrels walk. Squ- squirrels walk through Slow Creature's yard. They're not scared of anything. He don't even eat them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you got right, Slow Creature. You, slow Creature used to lick his own balls. Now he's using soap like a fancy city person. <laughs> Fuck you, Slow Creature. We you ain't to, one of us. We you used to get Slow a, Creature. We used to get fuck books from under the seats and the bulldozers at the oh, rock. Get out of here. You disgust me. You're horrible. <laughs> they were all, the pages were all stuck together. It's so gross. <laughs> anyway, get back to sports for a second. Because Robin asked a, a relevant question. Mm-hmm. The question was, 
where we at with sports and and, and I'm I'm speaking of slow. I'm slow with this. I don't pay attention. All right, because I want to jump into it now. Now's the yes. weekend I jump in. Okay. Your Kansas City Chiefs beat the Buffalo Bills. They did. Okay. And they're gonna play the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore. Who beat the, and the Baltimore Texans. Ravens beat the Houston Texans. 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 Okay. And then what's the other matchup? The San Francisco 49ers are playing the Detroit Lions, which is a huge thing for the Detroit Lions to be in the NFC Championship game. They, uh, their fans right, have waited Stephen forever A. Smith, for this. Stephen A. Smith predicted the Ravens. Now think about this: the Ravens, the Baltimore Ravens, who are playing the Chiefs, Kansas the Chiefs, City. the Ravens will beat the Chiefs. And then we'll go on to beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl. That was Stephen A. Smith saying that. Because okay, good pre- that's what he said. That's a good yeah. prediction because Lamar Jackson's having in, they're predicting that he'll be the MVP, the quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. He's, he's incredible. He can run. He can throw. He's, and their defense is great. It's going to be tough, but everybody thought the Bills were going to beat the Chiefs and Mahomes finds a way. This is this, the Bills game was the first time Mahomes has played a road playoff game, like not at Arrowhead. And they thought that was was going to mess with Mahomes, and it didn't. He played, he's Mahomes, and he finds a way. And I think he'll find a way against the Ravens. How are and, the Kansas City Chiefs? Are they a little bit beaten up? Are they down some men? You know what? A little bit, and they had trouble during the season with guys like catching the ball and holding on to the ball. But once Is the they, game going to be in Baltimore? Yes. Okay. Which, which is hostile and, uh, gotta, territory uh, for the Chiefs, yeah. I know it's sort of a silly question, but is, is, uh, is it uh, being announced that Taylor Swift will be at the game with her man. They, I don't Baltimore? think. I would imagine she'll be there. I don't think she ever like announces it, but right. I would imagine. I mean, she was in Buffalo, so I think uh, I think she'll be at Baltimore. Yeah, I hope she is because if I watch the game, you know me, I'm not a real football guy, so I would like you to, need see, to Taylor see Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Well, you also I, got I, I even would like to request what she wear. If uh, I don't know if she listens. <laughs> oh, she wore this Kelsey jacket that is like blowing up the internet. Everybody wants this 87 jacket. It's like the talk of the internet. Like what? But you she don't want to see her in game. a jacket. Does she wear like a belly shirt underneath and open up the jacket and take it off? You know, a lot of these games she goes to are cold. I think even the oh. in the the suites, I think it's kind of cold. Some of and them are open, her- I think. With Travis's brother now blocking the entire window <laughs> when he's screaming with his shirt off, oh. you hardly get to see Taylor. He's the best. Right here. I love it. San guy. Francisco is playing Detroit. Am I correct? That's correct. And San Francisco is a seven point favorite over Detroit. San Francisco is amazing, and they're playing in so. San Francisco. They have this guy, Christian McCaffrey, that is a running back that is. Um, almost unstoppable. So they're going to. I would like to see be tough to beat. I guess I'd like to see the Lions win because you they know were in Detroit for a while. I was in Detroit. Yeah. It wasn't the best experience, but the people of Detroit were really nice. I have to say, with the radio station I worked at, it was unfortunate. I mean, we were losers. We had <laughs> shitty call letters. I sucked. That station sucked for some reason. I don't know. I didn't think we were doing such a bad job. I thought, but anyway, it was a disaster. But we did make a lot of nice friends in Detroit, you know, and the people were really nice that we met personally. I didn't know anybody professionally because, you know, nobody listened to me. 
I'd go places. <laughs> I mean, we had zero ratings, so it was a disaster. <laughs> but all in all, I used to go to the Detroit Lions games every once in a while, and that town could really use a pick-me-up, honest well, the, to God. Yeah. They, they, they showed such a mentality there of like, you know, oh, New York and Chicago get all the credit in Los Angeles, and we're a big city, too. Nah, 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 nah. You know, it's a real second city mentality, so... I'd like to see them get the lift if uh, if they could. It they was, showed a lot know. of grown men crying at that first Lions win in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, they've been waiting so long for this. And, yeah, I would love to see the Lions in the Super Bowl, too. Yeah, I mean, San Francisco you- is like, uh, they, they got enough going on and good. The, Detroit needs a win. Um, and, you know. Baltimore could use a win too. Kansas City because of Richard. I don't know where I'm. At I with just that. worry Gary, about. Uh, I hope Taylar has a bodyguard. She's going to Baltimore. There, there is one. Well, Baltimore is a tough town. town. It's a tough yeah, town. Dangerous town. Gary, what about you? You're into football. Who's going to win? Do you have any uh, any big guys? I, I think it's going to be San. It's going to be San Francisco versus Baltimore, and I do think Baltimore is going to win. But there's an interesting Probably. thing going on with uh, San Francisco, Howard, the quarterback. So, you know, when they do the NFL draft, you know, there's a number one pick in the draft, right? Then they go rounds and rounds and rounds and rounds. So the last guy in the draft, the literal last guy picked is, uh, the nickname is Mr. Irrelevant. And that is the quarterback <laughs> for the 49ers. The last wow. guy picked in the draft, he's quarterback in that team. That's kind of like Tom Brady. He was picked yeah. really late. Yeah. What is a, a worse nickname, Slow Creature or Mr. Irrelevant? I think Mr. <laughs> Irrelevant. I do too. Mr. Irrelevant's yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, but Mr. Irrelevant is a very good-looking and very rich guy. <laughs> I'm not, so well, I'd take Mr. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. <laughs> you know, listen, these guys who play professional football, I'm amazed by any professional athlete. The, the You know, there are so many good guys coming out of high school, and then those high school guys go, and then in college, a lot of them get blown away in college because there's so many better players, and then these college players who are phenomenal, they don't even get into the NFL. That That, that it's like... It's the elite of the elite of the elite, and it is just remarkable the level they play at. Now, uh, to be Mr. Irrelevant in a draft pick means you're really great, actually. Yeah. You know, just getting into the NFL means you're great. Mm-hmm. But uh, I heard J.D.'s miserable over football. He hopes the Ravens and the Chiefs game gets canceled. He doesn't even want to see him play. <laughs> he hates him all that. He's jealous. Well, yeah, what's going on with you, JD? I mean, what you're he, JD's gambling up a storm. I was gonna Look say he's still gonna be betting on it. I bet. Yeah, I'll bet. Mm-hmm. I'll bet probably. Yeah, I'm hoping. I was gonna say. I'm hoping for an earthquake uh, to cancel this game because I hate both teams. <laughs> Sore loser. Yeah, yeah, I'm jealous. So what? Don't leave me alone. <laughs> uh, JD, you're a prognosticator. We understand a lot of people are actually making money on your pick. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, what do you see? Him. <laughs> yeah, JD took a big loss, but he was ahead. JD, what are your picks uh, for the, oh, for the, too for the early. outcome of this weekend and then the Super Bowl? Uh, it's too early. <laughs> it's too early for me to. Uh, go. I usually go through that like you know Saturday, early Sunday, but right now I like uh, Lamar Jackson's rushing yards. I like that uh, that prop. So that's so Baltimore, far. right? Yes. Okay, so. so you like Baltimore for what they, no, for this I, weekend? <laughs> no, there's you know there's a prop bet of how many yards <laughs> Lamar Jackson can, will run for. Oh, and I, I will. I, I like that's my favorite bet so far. You don't think Big Dick Chris Jones can get to him? No, I do. 
Yes, of course Let's you do. Let's see. <laughs> Some fans have written in about JD. They're concerned about JD's gambling and risky financial <laughs> behavior. <laughs> Howard, risky. I love the bit with JD today, but he sounds like a completely out of control person. You better watch it. Howard, JD came to the Stern Show as Jamie, the non-drinking virgin. Now he's JD, the degenerate gambler, drinker, and smoker. I'm legitimately <laughs> worried about him. I do worry a little bit that JD Not much of a smoker. Has... Not much of a smoker. <laughs> well, gummies, right? I don't think uh-huh. he mean cigarettes, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I know that. I, yeah, I don't really do gummies much either. It's, uh, you know, I have a couple glasses of wine, you know, on the Saturday and Friday. So, you know. And Thursday. No. What about Sunday for the football game? No. Let me see if I can get to your canoe camping trip. Actually, maybe this the fan mail. All right, guys. So there you go. Does, I mean, I, I mean, what else can I say about uh, this football coming up? Uh, I, I'm not that into it. I always think it's kind of dumb when I tune in the radio and guys are like arguing over this shit. Well, I just ha- Howard, the I Chiefs Ravens is an early game for you too. It's like three o'clock if you want to watch. You might actually see the end of it. Yeah, it's no, what day I, we I thought the other one Sunday. was early. No. Sunday. No, Sunday. What do I? Chiefs Ravens is Sunday three o'clock Eastern. All right. I don't know. Maybe I'll watch that. I'm going to watch it, I think. Depends on what my wife's got in mind. We've been <laughs> watching The Crown on, you know, we've been uh, enjoying that. So we, uh, every day we try to, you know, when I'm not on You're the You're still radio, watching The Crown? Yeah, we, we're in the final season. We love it. We love The Oh, that's crown. right. You started late, so you're catching up. We love The Crown. We love The New Bachelor. We're still <laughs> watching. Oh, uh, has that started? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not going on. All these hot chicks after this uh, tennis pro. Oh, my God. Ugh. You know, the thing is, what? why they never last? They all, they you know, they find romance. But then what happens? Reality sets in. This is a guy. In By his, tennis uh, pro, they don't mean he plays professional tennis. He teaches no, people tennis. They mean he's over there. And then, you know, they say, oh, he's the bachelor. All the girls want him. And let's face it. They get, a, you know, they go on all these miraculous dates where they're in Europe. They're all, they're all over the country and the world. Yeah. Then they get out and they say, hey, uh, let's go take a trip. We go, look, I'm a tennis teacher. I don't fucking have any money. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't have a dime to, to cart you around. You better get off your fat ass and work because I got news for you. Yeah. I hope you uh, have a profession. Yeah. I, I, I got to wait. I got to give so, uh, a tennis lesson to some, to a 12 year old. <laughs> <laughs> and hope the parents give me a Christmas tip. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter with you? Howard he's good looking. You know, I bet you he's got a six pack. You know, a little well, tip. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. good looking. Good looking. Good looking's great. But let me tell you something. <laughs> you don't get, uh, you know, top notch girls if, if, if you don't make a living. These girls wise up quick. You got to get out and hustle. Tennis teacher. <laughs> I don't even know if he's you, doing that. If I was a tennis teacher, I'd be still sitting home whacking my pud. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of putting my penis into a real live woman. <laughs> Look at me over here. I would be a real live girl living in my house. <laughs> that, that new bachelor is from the town where uh, my wife is from and Mark the Bagger is from in Pennsylvania. <laughs> That's a cool town. <laughs> yeah. A lot of great people have come out of that town. Hold on. Oh, wow, my favorite. Andrew Dice Clay. What's, uh, what's up, pal? Hey, how's it going, everybody? Hey, you know, regarding all this football betting, 
Hey, J.D., you know, I'm putting all my trust in you, right? I'm putting all my money on your picks, and you better come true. Because if right. these don't hit, we're going to have a fucking problem. You know what I'm saying? I understand. I understand. I, that's why, yeah, you, you can't go to other people. You have to go to me. No, no, no. You're the guy. You're my guy. And I'll tell you what, guy. you fuck me on this. I'll strip you naked and chase you around like a greased fucking pig. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll do my best. I want to uh, see that. Uh, shut up. But you know what I'm saying, Howard? You ever see the movie Rain Man? You know, I always bet on these slow bricks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, you know, uh, Andrew, that's putting a lot of pressure on JD. The fact that if he doesn't come through for you, you're going to chase him down and put your penis in him. I mean, that's crazy. Well, I'll uh, slap his bitch tits together and fuck him raw. Come on. No. Seriously, I trust this guy, right? Kind of looks right. like Charlie Chan. And, you know, he ain't getting no pussy. So, you know, he focuses on the games. Right. <laughs> right. I'm so glad I came in here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, come on. Right, He's guys. got the ass of a linebacker, but the brain of Jimmy the Geek. Oh. Well, well, Dice, uh, I don't know how much money you're talking about. I know you, you're known to take a better two, but uh, no, I'll tell you. I'm a high roller, high roller. J.D., I'll tell you, I'll make that ass look like beef stew. So don't fuck me now, buddy. <laughs> do my well, best. J.D., you must be feeling a lot of pressure. Well, sure yeah, now I don't want to be chased around and <laughs> that my tits <laughs> fucked. Yeah, I'll ride you through <laughs> Times Square like a fucking baby elephant. <laughs> oh, Uh, Uh, where are your bets posted jd i don't post them anywhere actually i don't like to talk about you know ever since i've been talking about it i haven't done very well so i might (laughs) i might have to stop talking about it so much all right well dice uh, dice man thank you uh and uh yeah I, i listen i know uh I know it is a lot of pressure for JD, but I think secretly he's honored that the dice man is going <laughs> to yeah. be taking up his picks. You know, uh-huh. You're my excited. guy. I got nothing but confidence in this guy. But I'll tell you what, I did he fuck you and coat your glasses with my goo. And I'll tell you what, it is a bet. Give me a win or assume the position. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, dice. Take care. Hey, one Thanks more. For... Put down the potato chips, JD, and give me those bets. Let's go. I'm ready. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Listen, Dice, I'll keep you on all morning. How many more lines do you yeah, have? How many more you got? The roast of JD. A couple more. You know, I <laughs> yeah, come prepared. More. Get it all out. Get them all out already. <laughs> I come prepared. You know, you <laughs> no, fuck me you on do. this, JD, I'm going to roll you down the hill and laugh while you squeal. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Dice, thank you. Uh, there you go. That's Andrew Dice Clay, who is taking JD's betting advice <laughs> and says uh, he can't wait to uh, put money uh-huh. on the JD predictions. All right. Thank you, Dice. Now, but getting back to the, uh, where, what, what were we talking about? The Bachelor? I think so. <laughs> watch, yeah, I'm watching that. He's a, it, I, I'm reading the guy's bio. You see, this is where we run into trouble. The girls get on there. They're all charged up. He's a nice looking guy. But they get home, and this is, they get home, and, and again, there's no romance. Real life sets in. This guy's got to go teach tennis at the country club. Well, I I'm remember one of the, the, you know, those summer shows where they got the whole groups together and they call this guy Grocer Joe or something. Yes. And then, you know, he falls in love with a girl. She lives in another place. 
They can't even visit each other. He can't afford to be traveling. I'll give you the reality. Like one of my daughters lives in Manhattan. And for a while, she was living in a building that was right near uh, Grocery Joe from The Bachelor. <laughs> really? She goes, she, yeah, Ashley, she calls me, Dad, guess who I saw? I said, who? Grocery Joe. And, you know, after I watched the show, thank God, I forget who. I go, who the fuck is Grocery <laughs> Joe? She goes, Dad, you just watched him for a whole season on The Bachelor. <clears throat> I said, oh, that guy. I said, yeah. I go, well, who, like, who, what's going on? She goes, he's working in a grocery. <laughs> I said, oh, okay. Where's the girl? Nowhere to be found. She ain't sitting there in the grocery with grocery Joe. That's right. She's not coming yeah. to where he is for a grocer. There's yeah, multiple. Just hand me. This is, uh, here's his bio. The Bachelor, it's like a himbo press release. Joe is an avid stargazer. <laughs> Could you imagine the first thing in your bio? Is avid, is you know the avid, avid stargazer? You know what an avid st that means barely employed. If you got time, let me tell you, my entire twenties I never saw one star. <laughs> I was busy working twenty seven hours a day You're in a fucking radio inside station. a studio. Yeah, you're goddamn right. A star. My father would have taken my head off. What are you looking at stargazing again? You loser. You know, you, you wanna? You better get to work. You can't, you're still living at home. Joe is an avid Stargate. First line in his fucking bio. <laughs> Listen to this bio. It's unbelievable. He better have a rich father. <laughs> Joe is an avid stargazer. Loves to be out on the golf course. Hiking and chasing waterfalls. <laughs> what? <clears throat> it, Listen to me. Catching waves on his surfboard. You know, I'm watching The Bachelor and they There's say coming up on... one... <laughs> Nothing that generates fun. <laughs> now, maybe if you have a bet on the golf course, <laughs> you know, there's a scene on The Bachelor. Uh, uh, you know, I just finished watching the, and they go coming up this season on The Bachelor. <laughs> and they start showing you all the dates, and there's somewhere exotic, and all of a sudden, this Joe, he runs out with a surfboard. And you should see this guy. He's surfing in front of the girls. And they're like, <laughs> oh, my God, Joe's surfing. I go, yeah, that's right. That's all he does, <laughs> you idiots. I mean, wait, wait, wait. Joe catches lightning bugs and enjoys uh, reading reading the classifieds and saying, gee, I don't see anything, no job for surfers here. <laughs> it said on the show he moved back to Philly to be closer yeah. to his family. There's nowhere to surf yeah. in, in Philly. Yeah, Philly. That you means know what he's, he's doing. closer to the basement, uh -oh. which is where he's going to be. <laughs> he's closer to the refrigerator where he eats from his mother's kitchen. <laughs> Joe, Joe, uh, what is it? What is it? He, uh, he, he surfs and he plays golf and he stares at the sky. I think he stares at the walls and jerks off. <laughs> I mean, you know what? That resume reads like a retired person. You got to work to get to that point in your life. He's got it backwards. I never... I never golfed in my life. I had to work. Nobody handed me anything. Golf. You think I had 10 minutes to fucking play golf? I wanted to be, a, I wanted to be able to pay for a house. <laughs> Imagine I golfed all day. I go to my father. I can't buy a house. You golf all day, you idiot. You're staring <laughs> at the moon. <laughs> Joe likes long walks. He likes to hike. 
Joe likes long walks followed by a nap. Yeah, that's what a 90-year-old does who's worked his entire life and is collecting Social Security. It sounds what like it should say is Joe likes to waste his time. <laughs> that's yeah, all you he mean, does. Joe loves pickleball. <laughs> I mean, you ever see a resume? Joe enjoys surfing, stargazing, and credit card debt. That's what he enjoys. <laughs> I mean, what is going on? You got to get they a guy with a little They can't even find bit. a decent bachelor. This is horrible. <laughs> Joe does a lot of stretching. <laughs> Joe is limber because he does a lot of stretching. Joe recently started a stamp collection. I don't know if you know that, Robin. <laughs> All I know is that it should say, do you want to support Joe for the rest of your life? <laughs> Sign up here. That's Joe enjoys right. sitting, standing, walking, <laughs> hiking, and scrolling through Instagram. He uses... Every part of his body. Well, when he's in the in the promo, he's on the surfboard, and I'm like, "Whoa, that's so cool!" Like to be surfing really well in front of girls. But you gotta have the surfing sexy if you've got a job. What do you do after that? You you go home and you say, "Listen, we got a big problem. There's no home. You're gonna have to come over my parents' house. I got a room over there." The only time they really showed what The Bachelor is like is remember that guy who lived in a trailer or a camper or whatever you call yeah. it? And yeah. the girl chose him. She married moved him, by into the way. The, oh, she did. Yeah, it comes <laughs> with a hot girl, too. She moved into that camper with him. I, some of these girls, yeah. are, half the cast seems to be from Canada, too. I don't know where they got these Canadian women. American girls want a guy with a job. <laughs> <laughs> you know how those Americans are. <laughs> Joe enjoys solitaire and other card games. And I mean, what a resume. Stargazing, hiking. I mean, I, I would like all that, too. How does I gotta he work. stand in there with a smile on his face? <clears throat> this is terrible. It's the worst resume it, I've ever. It kind of has the same life well, as OJ. <laughs> well, no, he does. He does. He is a tennis instructor. So, I mean, there is money coming in, I guess. But uh, let me tell you something. He must have a hundred students a day if you want to really bank on him. Yeah, I think he has a group class, which uh, pays very well. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, the like seven kids. All yeah, seven kids. On there, uh, I mean, it's not you know. If the if the first thing on your resume is that you beat Angry Birds one and two, <laughs> you know, you're in big trouble in life. You gotta work. You That's gotta. You feet. got. I listen. I always told my kids, when you're in your twenties, you got tremendous energy, and you, if you take that energy and you put it into a career, you'll be successful. This is the time you got. You cannot sit in your twenties and. Collect action figures and watch me TV. You can't do it. Hey, what's yeah, wrong? I didn't me watch TV? any TV. No, I don't know. You know what I mean. I know. You know, if if the first thing in your resume is you're great at Wordle, you're in big trouble. <laughs> Joe has rewatched The Office nine times. Come on, girls. <laughs> but he can surf. I did see him uh, surfing on the promo. Yeah, but right. he's not even a pro at that because he might make a living. 
Listen, Robin, what do I know? You know what? I'm not in man's finances. Maybe he does have a nice living. I don't know. He could even have a trust fund. I do not know. Let's hope for those girls. All right, listen, I got to get to this phony phone call. I think it's an important phony <laughs> phone call for you to hear. In fact, it's insane. Uh, really? And then, uh, yeah, and I got to finish the, well, a lot of people are writing us and we're not responding. And, and I blame you, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I can't get off. I just went and uh, went to the bathroom during the commercial break. And I'm like, man, the bachelor's resume is crazy. Stargazing, hiking, surfing. Did they tell but, uh, those women that this is what he does? <laughs> No, they told, they said he's uh, running for the presidency of the United States. A <laughs> um, couple of things. Oh, this is interesting. How long do you think Larry King's been dead? That's a good question. Larry King died two years ago. Not bad. Three years ago. And I would have, oh. I don't even know how I would have answered that question. I was like, yeah, Larry King died. And you and, listen, the two of us were obsessed with, with, with Larry King. We, we, yeah. I think I really I loved Larry, Larry King. Larry King on TV. Yeah, Larry I King know. is still doing those half hour infomercials. He, uh, he does, <laughs> he's still on TV. <laughs> You're absolutely right. He does, he endorses a prostate supplement. That uh, it's still airing. Robin's right. It was on the CW and I saw it on the History Channel, too. <laughs> and by the way, I might take Larry's advice on this. I'm trying to figure it all Hi, out. I'm Larry King. Do you spend your days rushing to the nearest bathroom? Spend your yes. nights getting up to go to the bathroom? Yes. Was your romantic life on the skids? Well, there was a time when I was just like that. My prostate was giving me fits. But then I found a different kind of prostate supplement that changed all that. And today my life's completely different. I sleep through the night, wake up energized, and don't have to look for the nearest men's room all day. Oh, my romantic life. Let's just say the king is back. Right. Wouldn't you like to feel that way too? All it Poor takes woman. is one phone call. The king is back. Hey, hey. <laughs> he died at 87 years old. Man had a tremendous libido. He was married like seven, eight, nine times. I don't know how many times, but uh, tremendous libido. In fact, he's dead, but his sex drive still is enormous, <laughs> they say. But I got to admit, when I was sitting there thinking about Larry King and I was thinking about that commercial, I went, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm up and I got up three times last night to go to the really? bathroom. It's crazy. Yeah. And a lot of my buddies who are around my age are having the, the same problem. And uh, some of us are getting desperate. Maybe it's what is the product? Prostogenics. Maybe I get that. Larry, do you think Larry was Larry for real? Larry sleeps that he through sl the night now. <laughs> oh, he sure does. Lucky bastard. <laughs> He was 87. I thought he was older, actually. I thought, I thought he was older, too. I thought he was 87 <clears throat> when we met him. <laughs> I remember what haunts me is, uh, I remember I, in I interviewed him several times on the show, which was really nice of him because I was kind of a dick to him. You know, you know I was a mean sometimes, but I, but I mean, in a funny way, but some of that shit he did was kind of wild. But uh, all in all, I really did love the Larry King show. I used to watch it on CNN yeah. and I, I remember on radio, I used to listen to him. Uh, and I was kind of thrilled to be on his show. I was on his show a couple of times. You know, sometimes he'd knock me. 
but you know, I, I took it way too seriously when somebody knocked me. Yeah, I think, you he, know, uh, well, you know, he used to get harassed constantly by Captain yeah. Jenks and other. It was callers. so great. <laughs> it was hysterical. Hi, Larry. Just can I ask a question? Sure. Howard Stern penis. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, I, the thing I love, well, first of all, I was thinking about Larry King and I remember I once said to him, are you afraid of dying? And he goes, absolutely. You know, he was like, uh, I'm petrified. And, you know, I, I still think about that sometimes. But he did it. We all have to do it. Somewhat, you know, being yes, born is much not. easier. You don't get to not do it. I'm guessing that being born is much easier. Letting go and dying is tough. But, well, uh, what did Sal say the other day? <clears throat> I was listening to something where Sal was saying, that uh when you are not here you're in some other state and then you decide to come here and you come here for different experiences and no, you when know. you go back you remember all your experiences sal can't even come up with a good <laughs> fake story about what happens to you after you die it's all it sounds horrible <laughs> and Sal describes the afterlife but uh but the thing that i most loved about larry king and made fun of was his My Two Cents uh, newspaper uh, column. That was a good bit. I miss doing that. Well, remember, we used to love dot, dot, dot. The first yeah. thing we did was when he had that USA Today column. And it was just un incomplete sentences. Dot, dot, yeah, dot. It'd be like, <laughs> it'd be like uh, where exactly is the Internet? Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> you know, it was like these things, like Larry would do these one-liners and I was like jealous. I was like, hey, I could do that. I could write <laughs> a bunch of those. I'll give you some examples. Here's a, this is from Larry's My Two Cents. Yeah, and the dot, dot, dot was him. He would sit at a typewriter and, I mean, you got the typewriter sound effect? Yeah. Hmm. I'm not sure, but I don't think I've ever been to Wyoming. These are real, but I get a good feeling when I see a police officer on a horse. Are there any babies named Mildred anymore? Kosher hot dogs are the best hot dogs. The camel is one strange animal. <laughs> I mean, I was like, you know, I could do that. And I could be like, you know, dogs are, are friendlier than cats. You know, anything. You could just, you know. What does Joe the Bachelor do for a living? I'm now realizing that my two cents was just dot, dot, dot updated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like, if there's a New York, where's the old York? Uh. <laughs> Anyway, so so here's uh this is the bit I used to do on the radio. I miss doing. Don't it. rub garlic on your penis. Do chickens ejaculate? I should record my own farts. Wasps are just bees, but more bitchy. <laughs> the asshole is barely a hole. It's mostly ass. <laughs> And then Larry, I, I think he saw the humor in me making fun of it, but I don't know. 
I think he but, did, uh, at least by the, you know, later in his life. You know, by the time he got to CNN, he was he was better. Yeah, Larry had uh, my two cents and I had my three cents. Remember, <laughs> I, I went right. up a penny. And I remember you dressed up like Larry King. Yeah, Channel Nine show. Yeah, I would do. I would. Yeah, I had a. I had a Larry King. Ralph made me up as Larry King. I go. What are my nipples for? <laughs> you know, I'd be, I'd be sitting there contemplating by my typewriter. I'd be like, hmm, teeth are bones you can see. I've never been able to figure out the purpose of asshole hair. <laughs> Those are foot fingers. Yeah, it's only funny if you have the typewriter thing. Right. No, you got to be yeah. picturing Larry sitting there at his typewriter coming up with this stuff. Let me play a quick game here, okay? Right. I'd go to the phones and let somebody play for those shitty prizes we have, but I don't even think I feel like bothering. <laughs> I'll, I'll just play with you. Yeah, maybe we should. Hey, Jason, you got any the shitty stuff from my archive? I was going to say, you're never going to get rid of it if you but keep I know. saying, oh, I don't even know if I want to do that now. You're right. You're right. When you're right, you're right. Jason, you got anything someone can play for? <clears throat> Excuse me. Still, uh, I'm in trouble. A little from bit. A little bit. COVID, yeah. Fuck you, COVID. I'll defeat you yet. Yeah, Jason. All right, here's what I have here. I am looking at an official Soupy Sales comic book from Archie Comics. It is the first Ooh. issue of Archie Comics presents the official Soupy Sales comic book. Does not appear to be signed or personalized in any way. Yeah. Somebody sent that to me and I immediately archived it in my room, <laughs> temperature controlled <laughs> environment and put it in between um archival papers Maybe. and boxes. Get to put gloves on like, to go through the paper. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Hey, Linda, you want to play for a soupy sales appearance in an Archie comic book comic book? Yes. All right. She wants that comic book, and I want to get rid of it. Uh, we're, it's kismet, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, here's the game. I'm going to read either a Larry King quote or one of my made-up quotes. You have to tell me if it's real or not. Okay. Robin, you understand the game? I understand the game. Good for you. All right, who said this? Can I eat spring rolls in winter? Was that Larry King or Howard Stern, Robin? That was Larry King. Hmm. Linda? Larry King. Larry King? Larry King. Let's okay, let's find out. Let's see. Can I eat spring rolls in winter? <laughs> You've won yourself an Archie comic book with a soupy sales appearance in it. Wow. wow. Thank you. Congratulations. Yeah. And do not hang Thank up because we'll track you down. You must take the prize. I put her on hold. Any other crappy prizes, Jason? Robin's right. I'm never going to get rid of this shit unless I give it away on the air. That's right. 
Oh, you know it, Howard. We have tons of crappy prizes here. <laughs> An, a, a, a lifetime's worth of archival <laughs> material. We have something. I, I, I think they're going off uh, Bijou. Um, I don't know what they're going for. It's called the Bijou Cock Coloring Book. The Bijou Cock Coloring Book is a coloring book filled with pictures of penises. It also comes with a page on author information. I don't. I have no other information other than you have a. Coloring... And I've been saving that for yes. how many years? Uh, looks like that went in the '90s at some point. Uh, yeah, you realize in the '90s, somebody, some <laughs> person mailed that into me, and then the person I hired yes. archived it. Archived it. Archived Didn't just it. put it in a warehouse. Archived it. Gets a barcode and everything. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Um, Amber, you there in Ohio? Do you want a, a coloring book filled with penis? Yes. You do. You want that? I do. That's unbelievable. All right. Let's play the game. <laughs> Can Who I tell said you this? something first? No. It okay. couldn't be that good. Is it good? It, it's about roadkill. All right. Tell me. Um, growing up, we were on a list with the Ohio way. Ohio Highway Patrol, where if a deer got hit on the road and whoever hit it didn't want it, they would go down the list and call people to see if they wanted it. <laughs> wow! You want? Where I guess my childhood? From? I guess my childhood wasn't that bad. Yeah, where, where was, is she from? How was that we, happening? We Ohio. received a deer from the Highway Patrol. <laughs> That's right. We have to go pick it up. Oh, you're in Ohio, huh? Mm -hmm. It would sometimes be in the middle of the night. Uh, my dad worked third shift, so it would be me and my mom and my sisters going to pick up a deer. Wow. Don't you want to yell at your dad and say, hey, dad, can you work a little harder? Maybe take a second shift, too, and uh, make a little more money so we don't have to eat and deer from the side of the road. we get a good night's sleep. Well, Amber, well, that answers it. my that question. That yeah. answers my question, why you want this horrible coloring book with the penis in your mouth. <laughs> I get it. All right. Let's play the game. Okay. Who said this, Howard Stern or Larry King? I don't think it's possible to sneeze with your eyes open. Huh. Um, I would say Larry King. Robin? I'm going to say that's Howard. All right, let's find out who's right. I don't think it's possible to sneeze with your eyes open. <laughs> so bad. Oh, no. Uh, no. No, don't say, oh, no, Amber. Good luck. You win anyway. Good fortune. <laughs> Just like when you get a call in the middle of the night and they send you a deer. Uh, you, believe it or not, I just checked with the judges. Even though you got it completely wrong, you win the coloring book with penises. Yay. Oh, thank God. And unlike the deer that you had to go pick up yourself, this will be coming to you in the mail. And by the way, oh, fantastic! And for getting the answer wrong, you get a bonus item. Jason, what else do we have for her from my archives? <laughs> we have something called uh, it's another. Uh, you know, I'm gonna we're gonna give her something cool. How about this? We have K Rock Howard Stern for Governor buttons. Uh, they were How many? Yes. But in Howard, approximately 100. Should we send her all 100? All 100. All 100. Yes. <laughs> Unload them. Amber, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, good news. Uh, the bill, the enormous bill I get every month for this archive is now gone down considerably as you take all these things off my hands. 
You're welcome. Hold on. Hold on for those prizes, Amber. And um, listen, it's your lucky day. Life sta- started out horrible, <laughs> but now you're on track. <laughs> wow. Complete set. That is value there. Hello, Amber. It's the Highway Patrol. Uh, we have a dead mailman here, if you want it. Uh, somebody hit him on the side of the road. He seems fresh. Yep. <laughs> we understand your dad works third shift, so you might need that. Well, they had to go pick it up. That was the best part. You get in your car and you go to wherever the state troopers have have the deer and you load it into your car. And then what? You have to butcher it at your house or something? Like, yeah. What is the next move there? We're, we're rolling pretty good here, guys. Uh, <laughs> you got any more prizes? I got Kristen on the line. Howard, the prize play, yeah. closet is bursting. We have tons of prizes. Um, we have, and we can send her all 12 copies if she wins. We have 12 copies of Rolling Stone issue from June 16th, 1990. Uh, Sinead O'Connor is on the cover, but Howard, you are written about on pages 83 through 89. Uh, so well, this is perfect. Uh, I, I could almost predict what happened i was in rolling stone and then uh one of the people on staff said hey we better get a lot of copies of this <laughs> yep and we did and we we archived it and it's been sitting there since the 90s but uh Kristen, i, I bet you want that really bad nine or so copies 12 of rolling 12 copies of rolling stone with an article about me in it okay yes yes i want them all <laughs> all right here we go. You, well, you have no choice. You have to take them all. You win. I will. I will. Okay. Who said this? I can't believe anyone said this. I wonder if there's a color in space that has never been seen on Earth. That's Larry King. You say Larry King too, Kristen? Yes, Larry King. Let's find out. I wonder if there's a color in space that has never been seen on Earth. <laughs> wow. Uh, Lucky for us, Kristen, you won. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, now. By the way, Kristen, a uh, bonus you for question. playing the game. <laughs> Kristen, uh, what, number, what number comes after three? After three? Four. Oh, you've won. What else has she won? She's won a customized laptop cover with the Howard Stern Show on it. There's a picture of Howard posting with a microphone taken from your serious headshot with the New York City skyline in the background. Use your mouse on this new mouse pad. It is coming your way. Oh, I'm sorry, laptop cover. Nice. Wrap your laptop in that laptop cover. Kristen, one more question. What comes after four? Five. You've won more prizes. Go ahead, Jason. For some reason, we are holding on to a copy of the book called Glitch, The Hidden Impact of Faulty Software. That's it. (laughs) We have it. It's yours. Somebody send me that. I don't even know what it means, but I love it. Yeah. All right, Kristen. Expect a very big box that's going to be coming to you very, very soon, okay? Thank you. Rest in peace, Kristen, one last question. What is your first name? Kristen. Uh-oh, you won another prize. What has she won, Jason? <laughs> oh, I hope you like to cook because we're going to be sending you a copy of Top Secret Restaurant Recipes Part 3. It is the paperback edition of the book. And the Stern Show is thanked on the thank you page, which I guess is why we're going oh, on to it. It's worth a lot of money. All right. <laughs> thank you for taking my trash off my hands and reducing my bill. Thank you. A lot of it. Oh, my goodness. I thank don't even you. know if we can deliver it all. <laughs> yeah, make sure she doesn't hang up. Get to her past, guys. We need that address. 
All right, never mind prizes and everything. Let me uh, let me hear. Let me finish the game with you. Who said this? Why? Excuse me. Why are men's and women's shoe sizes different? <laughs> ah. Yeah, no. I'm gonna say that's you. That was Larry. Why are men's and women's shoe sizes <laughs> different? It's <laughs> a good question. Why are they, Robin? Well, because no woman wants to wear some exaggerated number for a shoe size, so they made them different. Yeah, you're right. Like, if, like I take like a 13. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want like somebody it, hearing I need a 13. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, who said this, Robin? Jello was one of the all-time great desserts. <laughs> That's you. Jello was one of the all-time <laughs> great desserts. All right, who said this? Scratching is sort of fun. Ooh, that could be either one of you. I'm going to say Larry. Scratching is sort of fun. Oh, it's Me. you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How about this one? You always need quarters on laundry day. Gee. Uh, I'm almost stumped. I'm going to say you. You always need quarters on laundry day. <laughs> I'd love to go to the Crayola factory. That's you. I'd love to go to the Crayola factory. Oh, <laughs> in name. Does your computer get heavier with more files in it? <laughs> uh, that's Larry. Yeah, that's just way out of it. Does your computer get heavier when you put more files in it? Yeah, Larry, that's exactly what happens. Jesus. Uh, anyway. I miss doing that bit, though. Yeah, we miss I do, Larry. I miss Larry. I miss that bit. But he was one of the greats. And he is missed three years later. In tribute to him, I will now do a Larry King column. Because I miss doing it, and I'll probably never do it again. If you, if you will, this is uh, my masterpiece for you, the listeners and Robin. <clears throat> I'd love to save the whales, but where would I put them? <laughs> what do early birds eat if they hate worms? How come the only people who truly care about me are bill collectors? Oh. <laughs> Why do they call it toilet paper? They should call it asshole paper. <laughs> I usually disagree with my wife's choices, and then it occurred to me that she chose me. <laughs> yes. Jeez, I mean, I could go on. You want more? <laughs> more okay okay shouldn't football be called handball all right i could do better <laughs> yes 
I wish rain wasn't so wet. <laughs> Have you ever noticed there are no sides to a sidewalk? Huh. Mm, right, see? <laughs> Was the post office ever a pre-office? <laughs> Can you believe in 2024 we still have to wipe? Oh, my. No? All right. Okay. <laughs> I wonder if Joe Biden eats walnuts. Pretty random. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Why wasn't I invited to Epstein Island? I wonder if I could get Nikki Haley. I actually do wonder that. <laughs> I mean, oh, I think you could yeah. get her. <laughs> I think I met Nikki Haley in a restaurant. I you think told it was us her. About I, it. Yeah. yeah. She was kind of bubbly and very nice and cute. But, I know um, you were, uh, you said she was attractive. Yeah, she was. I mean, I wasn't, but she was. <laughs> I didn't say attracted. I said attractive. If, if rice aroni is the San Francisco treat, what is the Los Angeles treat? <laughs> All right, I'm going to end this one with one killer yeah. line, okay? One okay. killer line. All right. I don't like the number 14. No, on, that's no. not a killer line. All right, I'm going to end this with one killer line. I, let, let me get you <laughs> laughing, all right? There we go. Ready? Why is it illegal to fuck dead people? No good? No. All right. right. Here I go. This is going to get you. I'm gonna, I want to end on a high note. Yes. Why isn't there a bridge named after Jeff Bridges? <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, uh. <laughs> I knew I'd get you. <laughs> Got to give it a chance. Let it sink in. <laughs> we miss you, Larry King. What can I say? Well, I got to end the show, but I could either end on the phony phone call or I can wait till Monday for that. I've run out of time. I did not get to my promise to get the JD. I know. Camping trip, but I, I didn't I, want I to don't bring think... it up because I knew we were running out of time. All right, real quick. Stephen A. Smith, big home run there. Stephen A. Smith interview is incredible. Howard and Stephen have a great connection and mutual respect. Inspiring. Uh, people wrote in about Bobo's health and AI Bobo. Oh, yeah, Bobo. We programmed an AI Bobo to call in with some dumb questions. And then real Bobo called in and talked about his recent prostate cancer diagnosis. And listeners, of course, chimed in. Bobo is going to be around for a long haul. Someone needs to give him proper information and set the record straight on his treatment and likelihood of success. Howard, all joking aside, I'm pulling for Bobo. Cancer is a scary thing to have to face. No one, not even Bobo, deserves it, of course. Howard, I was diagnosed with prostate cancer in August of 22. My Gleason reading was a 7, which was more severe than Bobo's. In November of 2022, I had a procedure where they not only remove part of the prostate, they do an ultrasound and uh, the rest, no bags, out the next morning. I'm now cancer-free. Bobo's a perfect well, candidate. Well, good for you. Bobo's a perfect candidate with only a six Gleason. He should learn his options. I think Robin's being sarcastic because she's saying, well, that happened for you. It doesn't mean it'll happen yeah. for Bobo, so don't give him false hope. This, this is a point I do agree with from the listeners. What kind of doctor says, you're fucked? 
Who is Bobo getting treatment from? Jack Kevorkian? Bobo I don't described know that we can trust Bobo's <laughs> recreation of his doctor's visit. Uh, Bobo goes, uh, I went to the doctor and he came in and he goes, You're fucked. <laughs> and this guy's right. I should have picked up on that. I didn't. <laughs> I wasn't on my game. No. I mean, we were so shocked that he really has cancer that uh, we just listened to everything. We took it all in. But yeah, what doctor would come in and say, guess what, dude? You're fucked. Oh, the doctor told me you're fucked. <laughs> uh, many of you prefer the AI Bobo. to The real one AI Bobo is way funnier and more interesting than the real Bobo. You should teach it to fake cry, too. Uh, Howard, please, more AI Bobo, less real and uninteresting Bobo. AI Bobo oh. is actually interesting and entertaining. Oh, that's kind of mean. Yeah. Now that you've got a Bobo, can you do AI Marianne next? <laughs> you know, that ain't a bad idea. Hey, Marianne, I might do AI Marianne. Howard, you're never going to replicate me ever. There's no AI Marianne, but there is, Howard. Happy anniversary on your birthday show, and I was there. And one of the great parts, Howard, was, of course, Robin, like you said, dancing with all the guys and then paying tribute, but Stamos was there, Andy Bravo. I yeah, we, 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 went, we went over that. All right. Marianne is right. AI, uh, AI Marianne is right. <laughs> that, uh, and by the way, we are replaying the birthday show in honor of the 10-year anniversary, blah, 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 blah. Uh, we did run down. We did that at the beginning of the show. Yeah. But thank you, Marianne. Yeah. Yes, excellent. Oh, say hi, Bobo. Great. Hey, hi, Bobo. How, what's happening? Hey, now. Howard, do you ever do work from your bed, or do you keep that as sacred place for sleeping and bangle clock with the beautiful Beth? Your thoughts? Well, well uh, <laughs> AI Bobo, you're getting a lot of compliments on your questions. I use the bed for watching TV, uh, sexual encounters. I uh, I don't do work. Well, I mean, I sometimes look at my uh, phone and maybe come up with some ideas and talk into it. But uh, for the most part, the bedroom is sacred. And away from work, okay? Hey, how you doing there, Howard? What is the last movie that made you cry, and why? And do you believe it's okay for men to cry during movies? Your thoughts? <laughs> this guy's good. This AI Bobo's onto something. <laughs> well, that's yeah. an easy answer on uh, the last movie that made me cry. It was uh, The Kissing Booth, one and two. <sighs> Yeah. Of course, yeah. <laughs> very upsetting when uh, when they broke up. Uh, very upsetting. Oh, my God. I'm watching a series on hey, Netflix. Hey, hey, oh, sorry. Yes, AI Bobo. <laughs> between, four, between four and seven, what is your favorite number? Four, five, six, or uh, what's the next number? Oh, I always forget numbers. I'm so bad with them. Your thoughts? This is unbelievable because this is AI, by the way. I just want to make that clear. This is this yes. is AI. It's not Bobo. No, it's we no. fed Bobo voice into the AI, and the AI came up with this. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> AI Bobo, uh, go ahead. Ask me one last question. Go ahead. Hey, don't know, Howard. How do you feel about paper straws versus regular plastic straws? And do you recycle your thoughts? You know what AI stands for? Artificial is stupidity. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> I listen. I always yeah, like call this the, AU. <laughs> I like the the plastic straws, but I realize what they do to the environment, so I'm willing to put up with the paper ones. Okay, I got to go. Uh, AI Bobo. All right. Anyway, gotta go, Howard. Oh. There you go. All right. You were about to tell me you're watching something that made you cry. Oh my god. No, no, no. I was telling you, I'm watching a series on Netflix. My wife I try to find shows that my wife and I can watch together. And uh I show her the trailer on Netflix for this show. And it's one of those things with, uh, you know, a girl and a bunch of boys. Like, you know, it's one of those kind of series, you know, that we like, like Kissing Booth mm-hmm. stuff. And we and she goes, I'm not watching that. That's even too ridiculous for us. The girl looks like she's seven years old. And it's ridiculous that she's dating all these guys. I'm not going to watch it. I said, okay, I'm going to watch it on my own. <laughs> she goes, go ahead, be my guest. I am watching on Netflix. Get ready. Life with the Walter Boys. Oh, it's a, the girl. I mean, I the think whole, I ran into it. She had to move into the house. She moves into the house because her parents and her sister are killed in a car crash. And she moves in with the Walter boys. Like a farm in like Kansas or something, you know, like right. A, and they all are in love with her. And it's ridiculous. And I love it. I love it. I fucking I watched, love it. I didn't even get through one episode. I watched the beginning. Oh I God. said, this is I, ridiculous. I watched this instead of football. <laughs> what's what's my story? I mean, what's going on with me? What happened to me? I, I love don't know. it. I don't know. A lot of people wrote in about Gary's weight. I couldn't help but notice that Gary has put on some weight. As you know, I, I was very clear about it. And, uh, I think he needs to just watch what he eats, but Samantha thought he should get Ozempic, and listeners wrote in with their thoughts. Okay. What did they say? Gary, stay away from the Ozempic. Yeah, you'll lose weight, but no one, not even doctors, know the long-term effects. Just go, you know, do it like a Nutrisystem or something. Well, you know what? I read, there was an art, no, just the story this morning that Ozempic may help prevent some cancers. Oh, Jesus. It's not good. <laughs> Gary's probably getting a headache from no chocolate because of the lack of caffeine. He should just drink black coffee. It's practically zero calories. Tell Gary to stop keeping snacks in the house. Yeah, good advice. Howard, I was put on Ozempic to help with my diabetes. Let me tell you, that shit causes a lot of gastrointestinal issues. Somehow you get both constipation and diarrhea. Oof. The food sits in your stomach for hours on end. My biggest advice to Gary is work out, watch what you eat, and limit the sugar. Of course. Uh, according to Jason, Gary did not diet at lunch the other day. He says Gary <laughs> well, ignored all said. my... Oh, I said God, I was dude. not starting a diet yesterday. Jason, what happened? What did you witness? If well, you don't I mind? thought because we were all watching him, like I didn't even, I wasn't even hiding it. I was like, we were, we were, yeah. I had a big meeting that was catered, and uh, I said, everyone just keep an eye on what Gary's eating and re- report back to me. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> so you go out there. There are four different salads to choose from. Gary walked past all four, so just That's the true. salad all, off off the table. He well, took. There you go. 
a turkey wrap and a helping of pasta and red sauce. So that was, that was the lunch. Then he went back and got a second helping of pasta with red sauce. Mm. Then he ate a bag of something called skinny pop chips and Mm. and ended it all with a cookie. Oh my God. (laughs) I threw the, by the way, I only had half the wrap. But uh, yeah, all oh, that's true. What bizarre! What do you mean half the wrap? You you went for seconds. Second no, on the, the pasta. No second, second pasta. pasta. Listen, oh. if you were having the wrap, why not take the bread off the wrap or the wrap part and have the pasta? I mean, to have pasta and bread is a lot, Gary. Yeah, it was the wrap wasn't that good. But I, I'm 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 looking at this. I'm like, what bizarre world do we live in? Where Skinny Jason is making fun of what Fat Gary ate. <laughs> Jason, what did you eat? I had a green salad with chicken breast on it. Nice. Chill wolf. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, you won't eat a salad. In other words, you 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 won't eat. I, salad. I mean, there were better there were better choices yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Skinny. Chips. You never enjoy a salad. No, no I get. I, I'll go to. You know what? There's a place called Chopped. I get a salad from Chopped once in a while. I, I like a, a good salad. What? what why I, the two desserts though? The, the what was it? Pop chips. What is the, What are those? It was, no, there was a skinny popcorn. That was a, that was you? a diet, and there was a peanut what butter is that? cookie. Skinny popcorn. What is it? I, I have know, two this, hands. It was th- these very small bags, and it just said it was skinny popcorn. That was a choice, and it was either that or pretzels. Somehow it's supposed to be calorie reduced. Yeah, what, I mean, you? listen, I'm not but, stupid. Why is he getting two things of pasta and then getting the skinny pop? And the He's cookie. out of control. That's the problem. <laughs> because the fat uh, pop wasn't available. <laughs> By the way, I'm not that fat on the moon. I only weigh 64 pounds. <laughs> Gary's the heaviest I've ever seen. I fucking eat snacks like crazy. Sugar. Lots of chocolate. Gary's always hungry. I graze all day. He can't stop eating snacks. No way. That is why he got so fat. Wheat things and pretzels and plantains. I can't stop myself. <laughs> there it is. Another song inspired by Gary's eating habits. Um, What else? Let me see what else was in the uh, fan mail. People commenting on all kinds of things. We, we covered this earlier. Paulie Shore is Richard Simmons. A lot of people had a lot of thoughts on that. And we played Paulie's message. If you missed that. Definitely listen to the app. A lot of uh, thoughts on Ronnie's mustache and new glasses. Howard, um, <laughs> how can Ronnie say those aren't sunglasses? He must be blind. Uh, and judging by how he looks in those things, maybe he is. Uh, Ronnie went from having Elvis marry him to looking like Elvis in those new sunglasses. Look, I agree with Ronnie that Blit is a pain in the ass, but he's right about one thing. Those are sunglasses. No way you can drive safely with those on at night. I agree with that. Mehmet uh, is right. Ronnie totally wants to be Howard Jr. with those things on. He probably puts them on when no one is home and says, hey, now, in the mirror like De Niro in The King of Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> you think Ronnie's oh, standing no. in front of the mirror with his new glasses and pretending to be me? That, uh, well, listen. That's a funny thought. Yeah. Uh, some people say we're overreacting. Ronnie's glasses are fine. Blit needs to get a life. Howard, I made glasses for 10 years. Those are 100% a number two tint. Tinting glasses can also be varied depending on the freshness of the tint, uh, the person doing it, and the material. Uh, after Monday's show, we reached out to a board-certified ophthalmologist okay. to see if they had any safety concerns about Ronnie driving at night with his tinted glasses, and here's what was said. Now, this is the guy who's 70-plus years old driving at night in a car with tinted windows with these glasses on. Is that too much? 
the driver's window and the passenger's window and the front window, if he does have them tinted, it's probably for some kind of a medical reason. Or he's just trying to be cool and he wants to tint his windows. Yeah, but you'd get a ticket for that. Most people don't do it for, like, you'd need the exemption. Otherwise, you're just fined all the time. There you go. So, uh, people worried about Ronnie. We should be worried. Anybody did a bit on the, the road where where he's driving should be well, worried. In Ronnie's defense, he drove me for years, and he never he's he's he has a perfect record, so he knows what he's doing. And he did wear tinted uh, glasses when he drove me, but I, I this is a heavy okay. tint. This is a very heavy. There you go. Uh, finally, we did talk about the local news Emmys. People were really amazed. About how at the local Emmys, not the national Emmys, the local Emmys, they sit there and take tragedies and give each other awards over them. Yeah. And then scream when they get them. Ah! Uh, as a compliment, uh, Howard, the way you off the cuff leaned into the local Emmys was masterful. That could have been the entire show. How the fuck is that a real thing? <laughs> Howard, the local I Emmys, but... Is equal parts hysterical and horrifying. So goddamn funny. Airplane carrying organs crashes into a hospital of patients waiting for organs was top notch. <laughs> well, I thought about it later. This, you know, sort of stayed in my head. And I said, the people who are telling us the news are crazy. <laughs> Hearing an audience cheer for a mass shooting is sure sign that the end of humanity is near. Are these people insane? Yeah. And there's so many of these. I have I have a ton of examples for you. Like during the 2022 uh. local New York Emmys, they were cheering for a news story that involved a fire that killed animals. Uh, I'll play you the proof. And the Emmy goes to fire that killed 20 animals haunts rescue farm owner. I hear their cries. Advanced Media, New York, Syracuse.com, NYUP.com. Unbelievable. And the award goes to 10 dead hookers found in walk-in freezer. Uh, at the 2022 Suncoast Emmys, there were cheers for a story that involved molested boys. Listen to this. Up next is Category 15 Investigative Single Report, and the Emmy goes to... Concerns were raised to mosque years before a youth volunteer was arrested, accused of molesting boys. WTSP-TV, Tampa, St. Petersburg, Sarasota, Florida. WTSP-TV, mother of four gang raped by coyotes. And here are the nominees. School bus explodes. Eight toddlers fall into wood chipper. I can hear their little lives ending. WTVU. Man with heavily tinted glasses drives through orphanage. WBLS. Toddler lost in quicksand. WSB. And finally, man exhumes 9-11 jumper and rapes the corpse. W, WWW, Detroit. And the winner is Baby Falls Into a Deep Fryer. Yay. So exciting. Gee, I really thought we'd win when we did the story on the puppies in the blender, but uh, unfortunately... <laughs>
We seem to lose every year. We lost that year to the shark that ate the grandma, and then the grandson, and then the father. <laughs> All right. Oh, finally, uh, people like the whack pack teeth game that you did so well with, Robin. Ah. Yeah, listeners love playing along at home. Listening to the uh, whack pack counting their teeth has me laughing at the point of tears. Mark the Bagger surprised me. Mark the Bagger had more teeth than everybody. Had had a lot of teeth. You're not kidding. Pussy Whack is Packers. awesome. Pussy is the greatest. You bet, pal. Uh, the Whack Packers are either a dentist's dream or nightmare. I can't decide. And who knew medicated Pete wore false teeth? What a revelation. Uh, this this fan Do is a mathematician. Do you think that will detract from his sex appeal? Now that people no. People love him. <laughs> um, uh, this person's a mathematician. By my count, Howard, the entire Whack Pack has 74 teeth. 74 teeth between all of them. That's less than three people's worth. It would take them a year to go through a tube of toothpaste between them all. Yeah, and it was quite a revealing game. In the game, we learned that Bigfoot doesn't have any of his own teeth left. And uh, Wolfie followed up with Bigfoot and asked if he had any other tooth injury stories. And sure enough, Bigfoot told Wolfie about how he handled a tooth that was throbbing. It's fascinating. I pulled it out with a butter knife and swallowed it. So you had a tooth that was throbbing, and you cut it out with a butter knife? It was throbbing it in, and I pulled it out with a butter knife. And where did you say the tooth went? It went in my stomach. I swallowed it. That had to hurt. It did. It hurt wicked bad. Did you ever see the tooth again? No. Do you think you shit the no. tooth out? Yeah, I shit it out eventually. Well, I'm pretty amazing, I am. I can do some amazing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're Superman. Yeah, Big, Bigfoot went on to tell Wolfie he once bit into an apple, and one of his teeth broke in half, and it got lodged in the apple, like it was oh, just stuck my. in the apple. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of great stories. Um, hey, so there you go. I've run out of time. I I must tell you that next week I have a lot to get to. I need to. Um, play you this call that we did that's amazing man possessed by donald trump uh he we called into a religious show and had a uh, demonic possession we have an exclusive feature on something called the meetup i don't even want to tell you what the, the meetup meet is but when i do this it's going to blow the lid off of a, it's going to blow people's minds and the lid off of uh, journalism we're probably going to win in a local emmy we'll be I in the I local emmy yeah yeah <laughs> There you go. Also, also, I should mention, I will get to Blit and J.D. Canoe uh, trip. That's a big yes. one. A lot of people want to hear, I know. Let's put it this way. Uh, J.D. should be nowhere near a canoe. <laughs> Maybe a little teaser. And also, coming soon, Paul Giamatti, Billy Joel, John Cena, and so many more. Uh, we are off next week. Which I didn't even know about, but we are. Did you know that? I I just got it straight this morning. Well, I'm glad we are because uh, I need to sleep. Hi oh, this fucking COVID fucked me up good. I'm still coughing a little bit. I'm getting better, but uh, I listen when I would have a cold or a sore throat. You know, maybe it would last two weeks, possibly three. You know, the the remnants of it. But uh, this fucking COVID. 
I, I'm telling you, it's a bitch. I mean, not for everyone. My wife's completely over it. I mean, I'm I'm testing negative, but I, I, you know, I guess it's just the remnants of it. I don't know, Robin. But uh, you've been absolutely no help to me during this by uh, you have oh, not fixed dear. me. Yeah, I, I told you responsible. Uh, I do. Oh, my great my misfortune. I've, I've tried to leave you alone so that you don't strain your voice or have to no. talk to me during coughing fits, and I'm still not right. Right. <laughs> and also, let's remind people, Robin, they can hear all the songs and listen to that uh, birthday bash from 10 years ago. This Sunday, yes. noon Eastern on Howard 101, we're playing the director's cut version with audio commentary from the people who were there. You can also watch the video highlights on the SiriusXM app. We'll have plenty of shit going on. So I guess everyone's got to wait a week for this phony phone call. Motherfucker, it's a good one, too. All right, well, listen, that's the way it goes. That's how hey, we roll. That's what makes life worth living. There's something coming up. You got a lot of stuff to look forward to, but go on the SiriusXM app. I've been more and more impressed with that app. I'm busy with it. What can I tell you? Uh, I listened to, I actually listened back to Stephen A. Smith. I liked it so much. I listened to it <laughs> yesterday. I put it on in my office and I was listening to Stephen A. Smith. I go, boy, that's a good one. And uh, I listened to some Ronnie bits. You can, you can scroll through there and I'll tell you, we got a lot of good stuff up on that app. Way to go with that app. So much fun. And, uh, you know, I'm into it. What can I say? You got to learn how to work it. Robin can't work. No, I uh, uh, take it easy. I told you it's now on my phone. <laughs> so I can listen wherever I am. She wanted to hear when I uh, did that show with Jimmy Kimmel <laughs> and Jimmy Fallon. And uh, she runs into her car because she can't work the app. She's sitting in her driveway, freezing cold weather. I tell you, it's, it's unbelievable what goes on at Robin's house. That's a reality <laughs> show right there. And by the way, if you want to hear that on the SiriusXM app now, you don't have to sit in your car like Robin. You go right to, um, <laughs> I broke into the channels for a surprise show. Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Courtney Cox, yeah, Dr. Lou, my uh, boyhood friend. And you can listen to it on the SiriusXM app. So it's a lot to keep you busy. Okay, that's it for today. Bye.